alright, y'all turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant birds give you the word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Martin. And we're Blurds Are Us. Welcome to another episode of the show. I want to say that this is episode 197. Um, I could be wrong, I could be right, but I'm leaning with I'm right. So, you know, it's just the two of us in the house today. Um, well, not in the house. We're still doing this socially distanced because that is still the world that we live in. Um, hopefully, by end of summer, we can finally start doing this in person, which means I'm going to have to get my house in order so I can have you lot around. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, man, like, obviously, my Sundays are going to be a little bit more busy than usual. Uh, football training is, is starting to get in full swing. Um, I'm enjoying being back out there. Um, it's fun. Um, my knees have been surviving. Um, and hopefully we're going to get our fixtures out in a week or two. Um, yep, yep. Who knows? I might be lining up across Martin, which will be <laughs> cool to see. Um, but again, everything's all up in the air. There's rumors that there are going to be four teams in the Prem, um, which will, who obviously play each other. And then each team will play two Div 1 teams to kind of make the league, I don't know, fair, I guess, or give everyone more games to play. I, I, I'm, not, something like that. I'm not entirely sure. I'm waiting for the announcement. But um, the, I speculate it will be either you, well, it could be both you guys and Hornets because you're, you know, London, you're fairly local. Like, it wouldn't make sense for them to, like, send us against a team that's very... Nah, far so I think we've got something like Hornets, um, Blitzby, um, I think it's, like, Berkshire something. Um, the other the other names, I think one of them's half as, half as cheaters as well. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the other but, team. I, but that's, like, in your division, so basically there's going to yeah. be, like, but then... It, Minus Blitz B, but yeah. yeah, but then also you're then meant to be played again. This is all based on rumors, isn't it? That they're going to be played against Prem teams to kind of um, give teams other games. But I'm enjoying it, yeah, I'm having yeah. fun. Like, um, I'm, I'm in a group with eight running backs, and literally all the running backs are really good. Um, mm-hmm. and so it's got obviously, you know, I'm more traditionally of a fullback type now, especially with my size now, but you know, I'm still competing for running back snaps. You know what I mean? So, um, it's been fun. Like today was a good session. I wasn't as, as clapped out as I was last week. Like last week we had a fitness <laughs> test in it. And, um, it was for me anyway, cause obviously again, more fullback than running back. I had to do four, four lengths of 80 yards in 60 seconds. Um, I managed to do it in a minute 13, so I was 13 seconds over. Um, I have to do it again next week. I'm hoping to, at the minimum, shave off three seconds of my time. If I can get to the six, if I can get in with the 60, that'd be great. But I've only been going back to the gym for like the last two weeks. Um, and normally, even though I feel so much better now, like my weight normally goes up. Ooh, pardon me, my weight normally goes up before it goes back down. So um I'm not I don't mind too tough that my weight's gone up a little bit. Um and I'm not even like this weekend I 
ate some food. Oh my days! This weekend, <laughs> this weekend I was a fatty boy. Um, so back tomorrow to then eating like the bare minimum and just starving myself, kind of flex. But um, yeah, man, I'm enjoying. I'm happy gyms are open. Um, and then you know, just trying to get healthy. Um, and at some point, eventually, I want to go back to work. But yeah, well, well you know, just yeah, yeah. Casually, casually, what you've been up to. So yeah, like you, American football yesterday for me because stands trail Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Just because it's nice because you get the rest of the weekend to yourself rather than getting banged up for uh, on on Sunday and go to work on Monday. So yeah, um, <clears throat> it was good. Yeah, still continuing with training and whatnot. Um, like I said last week, I've I've been working on my fitness all this time stuff like that. So now. I don't even get that tired when I leave um, American football. I can legit go for another session or, or whatnot. Mm. Um, yeah, besides that, um, still going on in uh, in uh, watching anime and whatnot. So um, this week I watched Mortal Kombat Legends: Scorpion's Revenge. Nice. Um, so the, yeah, that was that's a really really good uh, animated movie. Mm. Um, the story was really good. Um, action scenes were really good, especially like the um, finishers. Um, it's like every character that was there had a finisher. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I give it a solid three piece. It was, it was a very good anime series. It actually explained more about the, the rivalry between Scorpion and Sub-Zero mm-hmm. from there being rival clans and whatnot. So yeah, that was awesome. Um, I continued with uh, Cestus. That's the... Um, that's the slave in during the Roman Empire who is a boxer. Mm-hmm. Um, continue with Summer Spider So What episode 15 mm-hmm. Shaman King episode 4 um, this Shaman King episode 4 is when um, is where you and the crew meet up or um, I should say you and the crew have to sort of fight off a possessed um, or I say a, t- a Tokugero possessed um, uh, Ryu so that was, that was fun to see um Kenneth Slimes for 300 years episode 3 86 episode 3 um 86 for me is still is still a three piece for me um I think it's I think it's a really good anime yeah um Tokyo Revengers which is another three piece that I, I mentioned uh, a few weeks back mm-hmm. uh comedy episode 4 uh still continue with Godzilla's singular point how not to summon a demon lord um episode 2 uh seven nights episode 3 and this new anime is actually not that new. Um, I think it's on episode three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, so it came out uh, a couple of weeks ago called Full Dive, the ultimate next-gen full drive RPG that's crappier than real life. Um, it's got a really, really long Japanese name, which is why I didn't even bother to uh, put that in Japanese uh, uh, name of that one. Um, so the anime is basically set in our modern world where there's a system that allows you to fully immerse yourself into a game, kind of like Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Um, only you're sitting in a chair and whatnot. So um, main character gets told to, uh, or gets coaxed to uh, play this game. And the game is reflective of real of real life. So if you get punched in the game, um, you actually... I mean, your character will start to get a nosebleed and whatnot, and it'll feel like you've actually been hit in the face. Obviously, it's also um, uh, subconsciously, but um, you still feel that. So if you have a broken bone or something like that, it'll, it, it takes weeks to uh, for you to heal from that. It will actually take weeks for your character to recover from that. Oh, man. Um, if your character um, 
you know, ends up, say, being put into prison or something like that, you actually have to serve out that prison term. So if it's six months prison term or whatever, your character is fully going through that six months um, in, in game six month period. So yeah, that game is fully intense. And because it's so realistic, um, many people have decided not to play the game. So um, it's a good series so far. Um, it's got that etchiness data that you like. Um, it's 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 funny. It's got some really serious moments. Entire yeah, some serious moments where you think to yourself, "Wow, this character is legit gonna gonna die and whatnot." Um, so yeah, really good anime. Um, right now, I think I'm gonna give it a three piece. Um, what was the title again? Let me just write this in my little list of anime that's slowly building. Okay, hold on, hold so on. it's called. Hold on. All right, I need to scroll down to the bottom of the list. All right, uh, I'm gonna put you here. Go on. What's the title? Okay, so it's called Full Dive, the ultimate next-gen full dive RPG that's crappier than real life. Why is the title <laughs> so damn long? It's so long. All right, so Full Dive. For t- the number full. or, or full, full Dive? Full, as in, as in um, a cup full of water. Yeah, Full, so, so full. full Dive. Yeah, the ultimate next-gen. The ultimate next-gen. Full Dive RPG. Fucking hell, this title, boy. Full Dive RPG. Uh, that's crappier than real life. Oh, there's more. <laughs> that's crappier <laughs> than real. Do you know what? If this isn't on like Funimation or something, I'm not finding this one. That's crappier yeah. than real life because that is a mouthful and just long. Then mm. crappier than real life. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Better be on Funimation or Crunchyroll because that, <laughs> that is a lot, boy. Is and the last um, thing I watched was uh, Anti Life. Um, so Anti Life is a movie that stars Bruce Willis. Um, I didn't bother to read up about the rest of the of the um, crew, but it's, it's a movie that was released in twenty twenty one. So the synopsis is that Earth has, you know, um, because of pollution, um, wars, and whatnot, people have decided to leave Earth on the on the on this massive. Um, uh, spaceship so a few years later um the people of that crew or the so all the or the crew of the ship are returned to earth basically um and you know some shit happens that bruce willis and the crew have to sort of fight against or sort of resolve um it was also okay movie um uh, to to be honest, I think I'll give it like a one. Uh, so that's a, that's a quarter chicken. Um, yeah. For those who don't know our rating system, so a quarter chicken. Mm. Um, it's got some action in it. The story didn't do anything to me at all. Um, I thought the I don't know just just it had it had a good concept, but it was enough to get me fully um, I guess fully immersed in it. So it's it's a quarter chicken for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, that's that's. What did, um, what, what did you think of Bruce, Bruce Willis in this? He was all right. Bruce Willis playing Bruce Willis. I mean, <laughs> old Bruce Willis sort of like doesn't change much in his uh, in his characters these days, does he? Because no. if you've seen Die Hard four point or something like that, for example, you can tell that he's just chilled now. He's just like, yeah, I gotta do this. I'm gonna do this, and it is what it is. Um. His character in this one was I like I think I think out of all the characters, his was the most likable character because he's yeah. like that old guy who just doesn't care. Um but he's also really smart and whatnot. I, I said really smart, but he's like movie smart, movie smart in the sense that he knows how to blow shit up. 
Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I also watched this as well. Um, I like it was one of those like again not to like shit on B movies yeah, but it was one of those like you know straight to DVD movies. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. you're you're not really expecting a lot from it. Um, yeah. I would also give this a cool chicken as well. Like it was a, it, like. It wasn't great in it, but I didn't mind watching that. Like, literally, it was like had in the background while I was doing other stuff, kind of flicks. Like, do you mm. know what I mean? Like, I wasn't super focused. Like, I didn't write any notes for it. Um, I thought for what it was, the story was decent. Um, like, the CGI uh, was a bit off on the big monster. Um, mm. And the, the weapons, the flamethrowers yeah. were really stupid. But. Other than that, like I did, I, 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 it was okay in it. It, it was, mm. it was watchable in my opinion. Like, but it just wasn't great. If you're someone like again, like not to crap on these movies because especially one I've never seen, I've never not seen it. But like, I feel like, you know, it's a, it's like a C list. It's a wish version, wish version alien film. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it had yeah, elements of alien. You know, like I even thought at one point like the alien was gonna burst out of that guy's chest, but he didn't. But yeah, I thought that I mean? as well. So um yeah, no. Um you, you you done with yours or Yep, that's that's me done for the right. week. Cool. So uh Hori Yime, I finally finished that. Um Slice of Life anime um on Funimation. Um it's really fun, it has cute moments. Um I don't often watch Slice of Life animes, but I really did enjoy this one. Um uh, I would highly recommend this. Um um I'm gonna give this a solid free piece. Um, mm-hmm. again, just because like the, the last like two episodes, um, didn't really feel as great as a series overall. And you, you there's going to be a, well, I hope there's going to be a season two. Um, mm-hmm. because I would just like to see how some of the other characters, like where they go, you know, you know, do they get into like relation? Do they, do they finally get into the relationships that they need to be in, so to speak? Um, so yeah, that like, they need to be in, you know. Well, <laughs> you're you're shipping these characters hard. Like you well, need yeah, to be no, in this relationship. Again, it's just like there's like there's this one couple, yeah. They're super duper friends, and the girl likes the guy, but she mm. doesn't want to tell the guy that she likes him. And then there's another girl that likes the same guy, and she tells the guy she likes him, but he's pretending to be the girl that likes him's boyfriend because some other oh, guy, some, <laughs> some other guy uh, tried to ask her out and she didn't want to kind of reject him. So she went to pretend that she's got a boyfriend. And yes, yeah, so it's a little bit long, but it makes sense. It's cute. It's fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I will say check it out. Uh, okay, right. so I'm trying not to say um. I just like, as I was talking to you, I just realized that I say um quite a lot and I do not have the time to go back and edit all the ums and oohs and ahs and oohs like some <laughs> other quality podcasts do. So, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we got the season finale, episode six. What a wow. Um, this this episode nearly made me shed a tear. Um, really? Like, I was just so proud of Sam in it. Like, he came, <laughs> he came out, yeah, looking all flying ting with his little white Captain America suit. Listen, yeah, I gotta say this yeah. Anything made from Wakanda, yeah, you know it's gonna be sick, fly, and it's absolutely bagging on on point. Uh, I wonder, was the suit actually from Wakanda? Yeah, because it was, it was what, yeah. um, what's his name? Um, Bucky, well, remember when Bucky said that he's, oh, he's, yes, he needs yes, a favor, yeah. and then he, mm, he mm. gave him that suit, and obviously, uh, not the suit, he gave him the case, and that was a Wakandan case. Yeah. So obviously, he got them to make him a new, um, wings, and obviously, a new 
Hey, um, was what did he call the the bird thing? Um, hawk or whatever. What did how did he call it? Ah, oh, I can't I remember. Something like hawk. He called his dumb little, well, not dumb little for the bird thing, but the bird thing was pretty cool. Um, yeah. whatever he called that. Uh, it, yeah, it was sick. And then, like, especially since episode, I think honestly, episode five, after he spoke to Isaiah, I was like, I don't, after speaking to Isaiah, I don't want you to be the next Captain America. Like, I don't want Red, you, I don't, Red, Red, Red Wing is Red, his name. Red Wing, there you go. I was like, I we don't are want, so dead. I don't want you to be the next Captain America. Like, after everything Isaiah said, I was just like, no, like, you, you, you shouldn't take that mantle. Like, it, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not, it didn't feel right for me to be Kim to be the next Captain America purely because of like mm. some of the shit that America's done. You know, they didn't even recognize Bradley at the time. And, you know, especially in the, in, in the time that we're living now where there's so much racism, like not just because well, it's black people, man, they're like, the races are going off the Asian community for, God, again, God knows why. Like, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's just messed up, isn't it? So it was, yeah. it was, so in this episode when, you know, he finally becomes Captain America, like, I was like, do you know what? As much as I might not have wanted you to take the mantle, like you are the like the way that they portrayed you, you are the best person for this job in it. Like you mm. are emph- empathetic. Like you know, you try to um, use other means other than violence. Like you try to like so much in it. Um, and oh, it was it was just great, man. Um, let me just yeah. So yeah, I, I I gave the episode a whole chicken. I give the series a, as a whole as a whole chicken. Um, mm-hmm. As an action person, obviously I enjoyed this a lot more than I did Wonder Vision because you know action is my forte. Um, the characters, the 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 shots, like even though okay, I I will never know if they fully ever planned for this to be a TV show. Like mm-hmm. because okay, they did actually because they, they did say that Falcon Winter Soldier is gonna be a TV show that's going to feel like a movie, but this felt movie quality. Like I would have like, yeah. if they split this into part one and part two, I would have happily watched it. I would have paid to see this in, in the cinema and I would have enjoyed mm. it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. But I just love everything that they've done, man. And before I get into my notes, give me some of your surface views and we'll, we'll then go to a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I, I generally like the series as a whole with this episode as well. I did like the, I think I said that, you know, um, uh, a few characters will be redeemable in this. I'll maybe one character will be redeemable in this and, uh, that character showed that. Um, well, for now, for now, mm-hmm. for now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That character also has another story that's coming up and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I found it interesting that one of the characters also, um, also when we go to details, there's going to be a few spoilers here and there, yeah. but, um, yeah, this character isn't originally a, uh, the power broker. So it's interesting that they made, um, they made the character the power broker in this one. Look, so uh, I'm interested uh, uh, to see where they go from, from there. A couple of episodes ago, I was like, Oh, I think she's the power broker. And then yeah. when they were like finally revealed, I was like, I was like, you fucking snake. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> much of a because you had mentioned it, it wasn't much of a spoiler, but I was just thinking, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um I was like, you dirty, dirty little snake, you. Yeah, because I thought it would have been Valentina, but um yeah, so um yeah, I th- I guess there's a lot of things come to a head now. Um I definitely like the speech that Sam gave as well. Um to the senator, um, I mm. thought it was uh, it was a, it was a decent speech. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah. Overall, I think I think last episode I'll give a I'll give a three piece. Mm. Um. 
for some reason I wanted more dialogue than the actual action. I would have preferred it if there was more dialogue in there. Mm. Um, um, but for what it was, yeah, it was it was it was very it was a very good watch. Well, again, I I, I like the action. Do you know? In saying that, yeah, like I was gonna say, like I felt that speech, and it it was weird just watching like after everything that's happened with the whole blip and um the snap and all that yeah that the government's gonna be so stupid but then i was just like hold on that happens in real life like government mm. don't all, don't seem to learn from what they've done in it and yeah. also yeah. also not even just that like you know we've had jurassic park yet elon musk wants to create his own jurassic park like how have we not learned that you know having recreating dinosaurs is not a good idea how have we not learned like doing certain things yeah just basically it's it's just not smart and nature always finds a way yeah and and then sometimes as well yeah like especially like when i'm watching some horror stuff and zombie things i feel like these people don't exist in a world where they they have horror movies like i feel like (laughs) if like i feel like if a zombie apocalypse happened for real like obviously we don't know exactly how it fold out but if it Mm -hmm. resembled anything that we've seen in movies i feel like people have Yes, there'll be some panic factor, but like people will be like, you know what? It's a zombie. I'm going to aim for the head. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. in these movies, I'm thinking, like, do what you think. Like, it does, if you're in really that situation, yeah, like, again, I would aim for the head. If I ever came in a situation where there's something that I didn't really understand, yeah, I'm going to, as far as I, I, know, I know otherwise, I'm going to do my best to treat its physiology and, and its makeup as human as possible, isn't it? Especially if it's something yeah. that's been taken over by humans like again kind of going back to anti-life i was watching anti-life i was like shoot this thing in the head like stop shooting in the body stop trying no, 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 to like, decapitate legit like, i was thinking i was thinking shoot in the head shoot in the head shoot yeah. in the head and it wasn't it just wasn't happening i'm no, like dude body shots i was like the body shots are clearly not working like anyway mm. um but yeah no I, I so and i liked how zemo got the last last laugh as well and i thought i was dope because <laughs> now now he's just like all right, cool. zemo was right Zebo was right, and he was just like, you know what? Cool. Like now, I can chill in prison. Like I'm, I'm content to stay in prison, but mm. now I'm super content. Like now, for the most part, I've done what I need to do in it, and yeah. I thought it was very fitting. And I didn't even realize this year. Basically, someone posted on, on Facebook. They were just like, Zemo's content, like with his life in it. Like he mm. doesn't mind dying because if he dies, he gets to see in his head, in his mind, he gets to go see his wife and his kids in it. So that's why yeah. like, anytime he's in a situation where someone's gonna kill him, he's just like, cool, in it. Like, I've kind of done what I need to do. Kill me. So like in um Civil War, it was like, well, I split up the Avengers, I've I achieved that. If you kill me, I mm-hmm. kill myself. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, I wanna go see my family. This time he's like, you know what? For the most part, the super soldiers are dead, and I've obviously got a plan B in place to get the rest of them. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm content. Um uh, what I did find interesting is that obviously we still we we see that there's still people that um, our supporters of the flag smashers. Um, yeah, so there, there will always be people that yeah. that are. But I'm saying yeah. this more in the sense that will they have people that would like take action in it? Because if it weren't mm. for if it weren't for Zima blowing up that truck, they would probably they probably would have escaped. So it's one of those ones where I'm just like, well, um, you know, will will we get season two? Or which we find out recently, they're they're planning on doing a Captain America four. And All right. um, Sam Wilson will be playing the keep the lead as Captain America, which is really mm. cool. Because supposedly in the comics, anytime he comes Cap, it's only for like a limited run, and then it reverts back to um, 
I was gonna say Steve Wilson. That's not the name, Steve Rogers. <laughs> um, which 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 makes sense because obviously he's oh, I mean, like, Steve, Steve Rogers. Yeah, Steve mean. Rogers. Which which makes sense. But it seems that in MCU, well, at least for the time being, he's going to be the new Captain America for an extended period time period, um, and I think that's pretty cool. And again, it's great for you know people to see representation. Um, mm. Same kind of thing that we're gonna hopefully get with the Shang Chi movie, like. Literally the same way all the all, all us Africans were coming were going to see Black Panther in traditional garms and that yeah when Shang Chi yeah. comes yeah listen I, I want to see all my Asian peoples rocking their best traditional garms and just <laughs> just getting nuts in it um, yeah because it's it's just gonna be experience man hundred um, percent yeah um sorry let me yeah. just go back to my notes I don't think I've got that much more to say. Um, oh, the new um, I thought I thought that Sam suit looked really really good. Oh yeah, um, the new suit was slick. Yeah, I did some reading, and it turns out yeah, the so the suit in the comic books was originally given to him by the Wakandans, and then later on, um, um, Tony Stark made some modifications to that um to that outfit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I thought that, I thought it was really looked really, really good. It looked very similar to what he has um, in the comics as well, which I really appreciated because a lot of the times I I criticize the fact that you know we we know the wardrobe of say the X Men for example or Captain Marvel for example or whoever for example and we don't see we don't see the suit in likeness sometimes so it was yeah. really nice to see to see this one. Um, I liked it. I liked his fighting style, you know. So him because already he's very comfortable with using. Um, Using his jetpack to full effect, mm-hmm. so seeing how he incorporated the shield into his fighting style was was very very good to watch. Yeah. Um, even during the fight, he even did this thing where he stamped on the on the shield and it popped up and hit the hit the French guy he was fighting against. So I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think more for you know the um, the flag smashers. Um, in my notes, like I said Carly's lost it, and again, Zemo was right. She did become radicalized, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to see that she became radicalized because it's almost like um, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but when um, one of Carly's subordinates died or was killed by um, um, by John Walker, right? Yeah. Um, Part of me was thinking you technically caused all this to happen because you didn't have to hit Lamar the way you did, mm. knowing that you know he he's an ordinary person. You're a super soldier, so you kind of caused this because you know you thought it was okay to you know carry on doing the things the way you do. It. I understand why she does the things where she she yeah. did, but um, in this episode especially where. You know, she almost drove, she almost uh, caused the um, senators to die mm-hmm. by way of them being trapped in that truck and then just sort of driving them off the edge or whatnot. I thought that was crazy for her to do that because that would have meant all out war. And sorry, but yeah, you have small pockets of resistance here and there, right? But I don't think they're enough to, to topple a government. They could work in the nah. shadows and be a complete decent, but to actually stop governments, it, I, I don't think it would have been uh, a viable option for her. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of showed that, yeah, she has lost control of, I guess, her ideals. Because for first, she wants to be all peaceful about it and whatnot. Um, but little by little, she became, you know, the person that we saw right at the end, which was sad to see. Yeah. Um, um, and in addition to that, Sam's actual, um, 
uh, speech at, at towards the end was sort of um, again it was a decent speech because you know it showed them that all right listen you're the one who makes all the all the decisions right you tell me that yeah it's hard it's hard to make these decisions and whatnot but you have now expressed how helpless you are in this situation where you weren't able to do anything they had to be and had to wait for people to come and rescue you that's exactly what the same thing people feel now that's a lot the case in terms of you know when you have um, um sort of immigrants or not even i want to say immigrants i'll say refugees where you have refugees um or people who are displaced going to a country and you know yes i understand the fact that people need to be screened they need to also know that it's the, the people who are coming under the right pretenses that you know they're not just there to you know do whatever but actually they're there to become a, a productive part of uh, that society i completely yeah. understand that but at the same time, you have to understand that these people, some of these people, I say majority of these people, um, are coming from very, very hard times. And all they want is a roof over their head and some form of work and, you know, to provide for their family. That's it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so um, I think, you know, people need to think about that as well a lot more than just simply saying, nah, um, yeah, all you people could just, you know, basically get shifted somewhere else that you're no longer our problem and stuff like that. So I, I liked how, how all of that played out and well, we'll see. Hopefully there'll be that sort of direction in, um, that the, is it the GC? Um, I think it's the G- GDC? GDR? Um, GRC, GRC, Global, GRC, Global that's it. Repatriation Council. That's it. Hopefully GRC will make um, more of an effort to actually start helping these people rather than simply sort of, you know, I'm penning them in this one location and they can't do anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in a comic book, so we saw John Walker right at the end, um, you know, being approached by Valentino again. And this time his suit changed from blue, the blue, red and white to the black, red and white. Mm. Um, so in a comic books, um, that he wears that, that same outfit, which is pretty cool to see. Um, and also in the comics, he actually works underneath Sam when Sam is uh, Captain America. Um, so even though he may disagree with Sam at times, he hasn't he undermined his authority at all. And actually, he he tries to work with Sam. So even though um, um, people underneath him, so his supporters say, oh, I don't really understand why we're doing this, or I don't like the way Sam's doing this. Well, and he's like, listen, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Are you, Sam's you, our guy. I back. I back him. Yeah, so we're going with what I, he does, even though he may say Sam. Sam, I don't agree with you, but at least two others. He's like, listen, we'll go with what he's doing, regardless. Yeah. Done. And you kind of saw this at the end, where like you know he kind of he didn't like kill um, the others, and he got mm. them to you know turn up. Well, not turn themselves in, but they used the app to kind of trick them to uh, get to a situation where they could be arrested. So I thought that was yeah. cool. And, and also he's redeemable because rather than him pursuing his um revenge path he actually you know says screw the shield his his budget shield <laughs> um he's actually going to try to save the senators which which again i said it was a redeemable thing to do um because at the end of the day even the comic books john walker is not portrayed as you know this mindless like revenge seeking person he's more of, you know trying to do the right thing but try to do the right thing Try to go about it the way he thinks is best. Yeah. Because um, he was a massive critic of Captain America. This is Steve Rogers, Captain America. So, um, but he always tried, he always strived to do the best he could for the country. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes misguided, but yeah. 
Yeah. And so it's good to see that. Yeah. So uh, his story is not over yet. Um, I'm sure we'll see him pop up a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, come back to, uh, or maybe even work underneath uh, uh, Sam. Well, story. There's there's rumors that we're getting a, we might get a Thunderbolts movie. Um I personally would like to see a mm. Thunderbolts like TV show so that gives you mm. more time with these characters and you don't have to like fit in within like a, a small two hours. But I also at the same time like I trust Kevin Feige in it. Whatever he wants to give me, mm. I will take in it. If, <laughs> take if four raids. Yeah, if, Go if, on, Kevin. If, if Kevin Feige if Kevin Feige told me to do crack, I probably would do crack. <laughs> but no, okay, I wouldn't. But you know, crack, but. in Thunderbolts, I want to know if it's um, okay. So the thought, so um, we know that the Thunderbolts were part of this group that was under um, directly under Captain America, right? We saw this in um, in uh, the first Captain America movie. Now, was that was that what that army was? I I can't remember. I don't remember that as far back. Yeah, they were they were the Thunderbolts. Um, so we had people like Wolverine who was uh, part of that. Um, we also have, um, um, oh, damn it. Um, weren't they, hold on, weren't they, called, the, weren't they called the Howling Commanders? So is it Howling, am I, am I getting it mixed up? It's Howling Commanders. I, I feel like- I think, you, I, think it's, I think it's the Howling Commanders. Yeah, I, I heard, you might have Because I thought Howling Commanders in my head, but I was like, hmm, maybe Howling Commanders is like G.I. Joe or something like that. So I don't want to say it. Oh, yeah, no, I'm pretty, uh, again, I could be completely off base, but I'm pretty sure the people that uh, Captain America was in Civil War called the Howling Commanders. Oh, so it's a, yeah, it's the Howling Commanders. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Fair. So I'll, uh, I'll uh, quickly retract that then. Yeah, it does. Do get the people off thing. Um, all right, cool. So with the Thunderbolts, would be nice to see that. Oh wait, isn't the Thunderbolts under under Thunderbolt Ross? Yeah, they're under um, under General Ross. Ah, uh, General Ross. Yeah, 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 General Thunderbolt Ross. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So oh, it'd be cool to see. It'd be cool to see Samson then. Um, see who Samson? Did you say? Yeah. Who's Samson? So, did you ever watch the old um, uh, Hulk TV sh- TV series? Uh, yes, but I can't remember anything about it. Ah, he was a tall guy with green hair because he'd um, gone through some sort of gamma radiation process that made him strong. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, he was supposed to be a super soldier to fight against the Hulk, but he's not fighting against the Hulk. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, but he's also a scientist. So, um, yeah, uh, that's, that's, aren't, that's aren't they all scientists at this rate? Yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, okay, Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts should be a good series to uh, series to watch. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um. That's nothing confirmed, by the way. That's mm-hmm. just what the rumors are because um that Valentino chick, supposedly she appears in Black Widow and uh-huh. she goes to recruit um Natasha Romanov's sister or that, in that in that one. And mm-hmm. so I feel like obviously we didn't get in Wonder Vision, but I feel like potentially in all these TV shows we might get her appearing to recruit people like we got Nick Fury recruiting people for the Avengers. Yeah. And that would be cool. But the only thing I kind of don't like about that is because, like, isn't she like um, Mother Hydra, whatever her name is, or whatever it is? Madam, she... Yeah, Madam, Madam Hydra. Yeah, so I don't want her to be... I don't want them working for the bad guys. I want them working for the good <laughs> guys. Well, we shall see. But yeah, that's what I have to say on, uh, on uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Nice. Nice, sir. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's all I've got to say as well. Um, yeah. I read like I hope we get a season two, but I would fully take a movie as well. And I like the fact that we didn't get Captain, uh, we didn't get Steve Rogers in this. They they let Sam and Bucky just have their limelight. Like we didn't, yeah. You know, even he was mentioned a couple of times, but oh, that, we saw him in the in the crowd. Did we, Steve? So so if you, I think ah, uh, I can't remember if it's the um. I can't remember when it's when um, John Walker gets mentioned as Captain America, or maybe I should have feel. I think it was at the end of this one. Yeah, we see Steve Rogers in the in the crowd. What? Go back and watch it, bro. You to you to like tell me exactly what minute he's. In. Yeah, I will fully. I'm not watching the whole thing again right now. I will do it at some mm-hmm. point, but yeah, if you can find out where he is in the Falcon and yeah. Winter Soldier. I would definitely like that's mad. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll do then. Yeah. I I didn't see what he was in it. Mm-hmm. Nah. I can't believe I well, I can't believe I missed that because I wouldn't have been paying attention looking for him. Was he as Steve Rogers, was he like as old man cap? Old man, old man. Oh, was he? You sure yeah. it just wasn't another old man that every Perhaps, but I, I took it as Steve. It's not being Steve Rogers. Uh, I'm surprised because I thought I would have thought, thought I would have like seen someone like post it on Facebook or something. Like, oh, <laughs> did you miss the cameo of Steve? Okay, yeah. interesting. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word on it until I see something else. But yeah, if you can mm-hmm. find that for me, um, yep, we'll do. I I will 100 check it out. Um. Just quickly flicking back to my notes. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, oh, actually, no. The reason why, another reason why I gave this a whole chicken, yeah. And mm-hmm. I am not going to lie to you people. Like, I'm still, mm, I want to say struggling with this, but like, it's something that I'm not fully used to. But like, mm-hmm. I like the fact that, um, what do you call it? I, Isaiah Bradley was given recognition at the end. And Oh, yeah, that was a good one. And yeah. It just made 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 me think like sometimes like all people want is recognition for what they've done in it, and mm-hmm. it's not always like you know obviously he's still got to pretend that he's dead in a sense, isn't it? But mm-hmm. it's to recognize for your service, recognize for what you've done, and it's also just been recognized as a human being. And I I I took more from took it took more from that angle in it. It's been recognized mm-hmm. as a person that's done something, isn't it? And the reason why I say like you know. Well, I came to say, like, if we were all like this, the world would be a better place. If we recognize each other as human beings in it, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it, some of a lot of the conflict that we fa- we face here yeah, just wouldn't happen in it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought I was really touching, and like, it nearly shed, made me shed a tear, man. Like, I really respected that Sam's gone and like tried to make things right, and yeah, again. I can't remember exactly what the conversation was, but we had brought this up in the WhatsApp group about, um, was it like um, some gravestones, some past soldiers being like um, uh, vandalized and it was being vandalized because like they hadn't recognized like the black and Asian people that fought. Oh, right. No, so this so this one, um, it wasn't that they've been, actually part of it is that they hadn't been um, looked after well because of the, um, I guess the British Commission on... Um, 
on, I guess, I can't remember the exact name of it, but mm. they they tend to they tend to um, grave sites and sort of restore grave sites of uh, fallen soldiers. Mm. Um, no, so with this case was the fact that headstones hadn't been um, used to commemorate the fact that Black and Asian soldiers had, you know, or, or commemorate the Black and Asian soldiers that had fought and died for. Um, Oh, I say, I guess for the English Empire mm. um, during World War One. So the government came out and acknowledged that, yeah, um, it's 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 bad that we didn't do that. So they now make an effort to uh, to uh, change to change that, yeah. which is obviously good, which is good overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just the fact that back in those days, um, again, not making light of it, but back in those days, um, one of the comments was that. Um, uh, black, black, or just specifically with um, black people, especially people from uh, um, Ghana, Western Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that uh, um, the Africans will even know um, what the head, what the head uh, story was about. <laughs> so they, they wouldn't have recognized the headstone was there to commemorate the passing of someone or, think... the, or, or the or the soldiers. So do you know what I mean just yeah. just dumb racism? I mean, <laughs> it's not. It's, uh, I mean, you know. There've been statues and stuff like that in in Ghana for the longest time, so you would have known. I mean, obviously, and people when people die, obviously we do have headstones and whatnot, and you know, yeah, all of that. So yeah, it's just just dumb racism. But yeah, um, it's good that the soldiers finally get recognised because um, I think in India alone, um, in India had a lot of uh, soldiers that joined in World War One, mm. um, that's World War One and World War Two, um. I think in African countries, it's something like three, I think it's like maybe 300,000 soldiers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to say it was roughly just over a million soldiers in uh, from Asia, particularly India, but I could be wrong on those numbers. But yeah, it was a whole lot of people that need to be uh, commemorated for this service. Um, and yeah, it's good that they're finally being recognized for that. Mm, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I'm not going to touch too much on solar opposites other than that this season is definitely much better. Uh, mm-hmm. I... Uh, Unless something amazing happens in one of the episodes, um, I'm gonna like finish the season and I rate it at the end. Um, Invincible, Hoo-y! man! Oh, oh, what an episode, man! Like no episode has been as great as episode um one just yet, yeah. But mm. this was a solid episode as well, man. And I'm he- I'm hearing that the next episode is the last episode. Oh, that's that's what I'm hearing. I, I, I don't have a confirmation of how many episodes this was. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how many episodes it, this is having. But, mm. again, from the rumor mills I've seen online, next episode is meant to be the finale. Um, which kind of makes sense because it's, it's ramping up in that direction. Yeah. So, this episode uh, was called Trust Issues. Um, it's fully revealed that Invincible killed the Guardians. Um Invincible uh, Omni Man is no Omni Man. Omni Man is trying to go find his son, and um, I can't remember the name of the people that um, are the like guardians bosses yeah. in a sense. Guardians of the globe. They're, no, but the, the boss people, the people the, like the teleportation guy. What's what are they called again? Oh, his name's uh, Cecil. But um, that group, GD, yeah. GDA, they're trying to stop him from getting mm-hmm. to Mark. And they release they release the um 
like the zombie robot people that we saw in episode like five, and then that 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 were they weren't strong enough to stop him, and then they release some alien that nearly killed him last time, and that like, him and Mark are now fighting it, and. Mm. Immortal comes back and he punches Immortal through the chest. Oh my days. That was hard. <laughs> Fab. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, that was hard. Um, yeah, this episode was a, was a, was a good one. Um, I'm just tired of seeing Mark get, get his ass handed to him. I know this time, actually, it's more the fact that this beast is ridiculously strong. So even, you know, even his dad struggled against it mm. and it came back stronger anyway. Um, but what I liked about this episode as well was the fact that it was all boiling down to is Nolan going to tell his son that he killed the Guardians of the Globe or well, he's, how, he's, how is he going to find he's, out? He's basically. got no choice because he just killed them all in front of him. Mm. And that's why it's um, like, we need to have a talk because they definitely do. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, so going from my notes, um, robots malfunction was a red flag because um, I think we had speculated, or someone um, from Bloods of Ross had speculated that the fetus or whatever it was, was actually the, was actually Robot's real body. Oh, that was me! Um, that was me! I said that! Yay! Cool, so yeah, it was confirmed <laughs> in this episode, and it was, it was really good. Um, really interesting to see that, you know, he created these robots just so that, you know, they can operate around him or whatever using his brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, the very fact that because he's so smart and there were extra, I think there were extra notes in his brain or whatever, the mind transfer was um, was going to obviously more function. Um, and so, yeah, it's just very interesting knowing more about Robot. Um, and Robot's actual real name, which um, I didn't pay much attention to his real name. Um, but yeah, all that, all that was interesting. I knew the whole commotion about Rex saying that, dude, why do you look like a younger version of myself? That's sick and blah, blah. And mm. you know, even the fight with the Mauler twins was was pretty cool as well. Where he called up literally all of his robots to fight them. At one point, I thought he was gonna die. I was thinking, yeah, you're a double. So he should just walked away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I honestly thought he was gonna die and whatnot. Um, turns out that he didn't, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to see how you know, robot in his real body in the real real body now just continues navigating his. Uh, his life, uh, and also him wanted to get closer to Monster Girl as well. Uh, uh, that'd be really interesting to see. Yeah, it, it, it was cute when they saw like, you know, Immortal getting killed that she grabbed his hand in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's cute, it's cute, it's cute. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. During during one of the fights, when not not even a, I won't call it even quite a fight. I just call it a, a mall where, um, the GDA go to Mark's house. And Nolan's there, and also Nolan misses that they're cloaked or whatnot. It starts like destroying oh, them. Oh my god! Do you know who got it, it was worse? Do you know who got it worse? The guy that got slid, slid across the kitchen countertop. Oh, that was dirty. that was filthy. That was filth, filth. I felt so sorry for him. And the woman as well who got punched out the window, but then it was like oh, her body was backwards. It was crazy. Oh, but she was a bit of a snake though. Well, no, she. I, I know she didn't mean she was like dying. But uh, she gave away their location, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nah, she. I mean, she, she sneaked I, 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 I would said now nah, she can die then, but you know, too late. <laughs> but um, where she go? Where she go? See a bit of Donald uh, because Donald actually had a bit of a backbone when he. Yeah, you know, that's what, I, I, to action. I was just like about that. to say that Donald was kind of a little bit hard, but in it. 
Yeah. I mean, that roll he did, I mean, he blasted Nolo in the face. I was like, okay, that's a bitch move. And then him like rolling underneath him when he punched, I was like, raw, he actually he's got dodged a punch. Isn't it? Yeah, he's kind of gangster. Yeah, and then, you know, I was like, in my notes, I've got, oh yeah, Donald has slash had a backbone because obviously he got crushed <laughs> or whatnot. Got absolutely but yeah, wrecked. Was, see. Yeah, man. Um, like, if, if, if next week's episode is the finale, I'm looking forward to it. And I hope it's a satisfactory um, conclusion to season one. And I hope it gets renewed um, for a second season because yeah. it was really cool. It really was. Um, especially the fight between him and the Mortimer. Because um, the whole, that whole fight right there um, towards the end was more a case of, okay, I need I need Nolan to start telling Mark what ha- what really happened. Yeah. And, you know, Mark's fighting against this, this massive monster and blah, blah, blah. And then Immortal Man, obviously, he just wants revenge on what happened to him and the... And the, the Guardians. And the Guardians. So all that was happening, I was thinking, well, what's actually going to happen to Nolan? Is he going to die before he tells Mark what happened? Is Mark going to end up, like, ro- like messed up again? Mm-hmm. Is Immortal Man going to take his revenge and actually manage to uh, kill him or whatever? Yeah. Um all of that was just going from my mind. It was just a really tense scene um, for various reasons. I feel it was one I was done well. Um, my rating for this is, I think I gave it a whole chicken just because I was like, I was on the edge of my seat, just, you know, wanting to see how the conclusion of this episode was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It was all good. Yeah. 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 All right. So that kind of just wraps up for our week. Um, let's start heading into some news. Welcome to Blurs or Us News. I want to go through this uh, quite quickly. Uh, Audi mm-hmm. versus Marks and Snitches. What? I uh, Marks and Spencers, I'm guessing you were meant to put there. Tell me what's yeah. this whole feud. No, no, it's, it's, it's Marks and Snitches. Because <laughs> Marks and Spencer snitched. What, what did they do? Tell, it's all about this damn chocolate caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the damn chocolate caterpillar. Yeah, so basically... um, um. MS thought that would be funny to pick on Cuthbert the the caterpillar, saying that um the caterpillar was very, very similar to Marks and Spencer's one, right? Mm-hmm. Um so this is all on Twitter, which everyone can read, right? Yeah. And whoever whoever does the um the Twitter account for or is in charge of the Twitter account for Audi needs a serious pay raise or serious <laughs> promotion because this stuff is hilarious. Right, so so um, Audi go, Cuthbert has been found guilty of being delicious, right? Mm. And then Audi starts tagging all these um, all these other um, major supermarkets. So Waitrose, Sainsbury, Sesco, and Asda with Cecil, Wiggles, Curly, and Clyde. And the funny thing is that all these um, uh, caterpillars look very, very similar to Marks and Spencer's one. In fact, Sainsbury's one, I think, looks the most similar to... Um, Mark Spencer's one, yet Mark Spencer thought it was a good idea to go after Audi. Cool. Um, so then, um, um, Audi then said, "Okay, well, I can tell. Make a caterpillar. Any other suggestions, right?" And this was them waiting. For, and in in sort of like Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed said that they're waiting for a ten part Netflix UK documentary on literally saga. Um. And Audi was just funny, saying, just calling in our lawyers, Colin being um, the Caterpillar, as in, um, 
the caterpillar that you know is uh, uh that is that belongs to Mark Spencer's. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's just like a, a court. Uh, just like you know, because Mark Spencer said they were going to take him to court or whatever. It's still absolutely hilarious. Um, you have Aldi did a picture of uh, Cuthbert being in in a cage, and they go hashtag free Cuthbert. Um, there was a whole like live courtroom drawing and whatnot that was hilarious. Yeah. Um. So then Aldi decided to say to uh, Mark Spencer's actually included Tesco Sainsbury's as the Boris's away Waitrose and Co-op mm. that um, Cuthbert needs help of you know of the caterpillars to go clubbing or something to raise money for charity <laughs> not lawyers up for it um, Tesco said yeah they're willing to do it so Tesco started sending out emails <laughs> to for this event so that will actually get people raising money for uh, for the charity and whatnot mm. right and then they go, hey, at Marks and Spencer's, can Colin and Cuthbert be besties? We're bringing back a limited edition Cuthbert. I want to donate profits to cancer charities, including your partners, Beck Miller Cancer and yeah. Ask Teenage Cancer. Um, let's raise money for charity, not lawyers. Hashtag Caterpillars for Cancer. So I thought that was a very, very smart move from Aldi because... They're making Marks and Spencer you know, seem like the bad guys, which they are. Exactly. Exactly. And Marks and Spencer can't then turn around and say, oh, no, we're not going to be sponsoring Beck Miller Cancer because they are your partners at the end of the day. So I thought it was just like a, a, a it's like a checkmate move basically. Like yeah, let's yeah, see yeah. how much tricks you guys are. Yeah. Um and they were they were so, like they were like well we're willing to like do the charity but we're we're not you know you need to change the guy's name. Yeah how about Kevin the 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 carrot or something like yeah, that. Yeah it's pay man. Oh here so here's actual tweet it says hey at Aldi UK we have a charity idea. Colin's been a big fundraiser for years. Um we just wanted to use your own character how about kevin the carrot cake uh that idea is on us and we promise we don't we won't do keith mm. uh wing face um so yeah this whole thing has just been hilarious to see and it's funny because you i mean you don't really hear much from um uh supermarkets sort of having this little twitter battle or whatnot um it could very well be all made up just to get people interested in uh in buying from Audi and Marks and Spencers or whatnot, but uh, this whole thing has just been hilarious to see. No. Um, I think one of the other um, uh, things that Audi said was, um, oh, I think it was, it was for a particular, I can't remember if it was for a chocolate or for an ice cream or something like that, but mm. basically, um, MLS has also seemed to have copy, uh, there's sort of been a copycat and taken one of uh Tesco's ideas or whatever, right? Mm. Um, so, um, Audi goes, Oh, by the way, um, pro- uh, we promise that if you if you drop uh, if you drop the case for Cuthbert, we won't tell at Tesco about about whatever else, right? Mm. And they and they go, Oops, sorry, because <laughs> they tagged Tesco into it. So, so it's uh, jokes, yeah. Uh, too much time spent on Cuthbert. Um, so this is just for stupid and funny, yeah. So a Japanese man, yeah, he has he had thirty five girlfriends, and he told e- hell. he told each of them a different day for his birthday, and mm. so that basically could receive like presents all year round. Um, and basically, the the women found out by and um, told the police, and he's he's basically been done for fraud, bruh. I don't know how you're gonna prove that's fraud, there. I don't. I, I don't. I guess. Even, I, I guess he was. I don't know them, but. how we can convict someone of that because 
Someone's lying to you about their birthday just so they could get a present. I mean, really and truly, that's, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> it's no scuffy there. It is, but I mean, you don't have to get it by this guy a present. Well, Do you know what I mean? Just bring bring yourself. Yeah, but go go, make, go yeah. make him some food or something. He was dating them, innit? So obviously, he's just like, yeah. It, it just made me laugh at it. Like, it was just one of those funny little stories. Um, another little funny story. Um, so last year, we obviously, the world ended with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. A guy called Josh Wayne was fed up with having other people of the same yeah, other people the same surname. So he created a Facebook group of a Facebook chat and basically said that in a year's time he's gonna hold a battle of the Joshes and if he, w- uh. if, he if he wins he gets to keep his name and every other Josh has to um, change their name. So you know, obviously it gained a lot of traction back then. A year on, mm. it gained even more traction with people remembering it. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to put on the event. So literally next week, meet up at the coordinates that I put down. But obviously you had to change the coordinates because the original coordinates he put down was like some farm guy's farm in it. And obviously yeah. it's like private property, so he couldn't do it. But they moved it to like a part that's like not too far from it. And mm. do you know what? A lot of people turned up. Um, I think- the Battle of the Joshes. There was only one other Josh Swain that turned up. And they had mm-hmm. a had a rock paper scissors battle, and he won, so he gets to keep his name. But then they had like a, a massive fight with all the Joshes, um, and a five year old boy won the battle of the Joshes. And I thought what was like nice about was like it weren't like no like punch, but obviously a five year old would win. They had these like yeah. um, polystyrene like I don't not ropes, but like I don't know, you know those like polystyrene things that you kind of used to like support you when you oh yeah like the flotation devices yeah, yeah. So they were all just like hit each other with that and i thought that, i thought that was pretty cool pretty fun mm. um you know that's when humanity like does a good thing and i think all the money yeah. that was raised for that day went to a charity i don't know what the charity was but i thought that's pretty cool um, yeah, that's awesome this is another fun and dumb one well dumb one so a teacher has been banned for three years after taking his students to a strip club that teacher's life <laughs> <laughs> So basically, <laughs> so the, the only like basic, so it was like a school trip in it to Croatia, mm. and he's and it was like some private school where it's like four grand a term, and obviously oh, like bro. he's meant to be like the chaperone in it, but instead of chaperoning, he obviously got a little bit too intoxicated, and um, you know, and not only did he take the kids to the strip club, but his act, his actions included drinking with pupils. Allowing one or more people to drink alcohol despite being under the legal age of 18. Friends to kick in the head in of one people and kill another. Telling one people, I'm not in trouble, you'll be in trouble. After being aggressive to one people, he kissed the boy's forehead and told him, you're all right. (laughs) Taking taking one or more pupils to a strip club. Acting aggressively towards the woman leading the trip when she tried to help him back to his tent. Exposing himself to the woman in a shared hotel room, although it was agreed this was not malicious or sexually motivated. So mm. this it sounds like this guy just could not handle his drink out in Croatia. Like he thought he was on a lad's yeah. tour rather than being a teacher. I mean uh, Croatia is cheap though. Croatia is cheap. Yeah. He, he thought he was on tour in it, like like <laughs> tours that we used to go back in the day. Mm. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that was very wild. But let's move moving on to some like more serious news. Um, how I Met Your Mother starring Hilly Duff is coming to Hulu. Uh, were you a fan of how how no How I Met Your Father 
is coming to Hulu Star and Hulu Duff. Were you a fan yeah. of How I Met Your Mother? Not really, but it's one of those things that my girlfriend maybe had watched, so I just watched it with her. I saw all the seasons, all the episodes. Um, it's not something I'm ever going to pick up again. Yeah. But at least I understand where the jokes are coming from now. So if someone goes, uh, have you met Ted? Or have you met whoever else? And now understand exactly where that's coming from and whatnot. Suit up. Um, Do you know what? But yeah, I, I'm I, not... I only watched the first couple of seasons, but I absolutely love <laughs> Barney. Um, that guy just, uh, just was my yeah. favorite character. Bonnie's um, sick. Bonnie's jokes. Hey, he's a massive Star Wars fan, so I actually appreciate his jokes as well. Mm. But um, yeah, it's not one of those uh, sitcoms that I'm a fan of, so I'm not going to watch um, How I Met Your Father unless, you know, the girlfriend makes me watch it, then I'll watch it. She will probably make you watch it. Um, Tokyo Olympics will ban taking, and taking of the knee for Black Lives Matter. Um, yeah, like... Huh, it's, 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 it's again... It's one of those ones here where I feel like people have got situations mixed up in it. Like, mm. there's a very big difference between the movement Black Lives Matter and the organization Black Lives Matter. Like, if you've got beef with the organization Black Lives Matter, I, I ain't got an issue. Like, again, I don't really know all the ins and outs of that organization. But if mm. you're against the movement, you need to take a big look at your mirror and sort of yourself and, 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 yeah, think about it. I mean, with me, I'm just, I mean, to be fair, I don't really mind if they're banning it. Do you know what I mean? Because, again, it's one of those things that they're trying to stay away from politics as much as possible. However, it's almost impossible to do that because everything's politics. Even, yeah. you know, sporting events like the Olympics is still politics. Yeah. The amount of times I, I hear, you know, British people, in fact, English people saying, oh, well, you know, at least the French... Um, aren't going like something stupid at times which is like you know you know like those stupid lines like oh yeah at least i mean at least the first this time when we raised the white flags and blah blah in response to world war ii i'm like shut up you didn't fight world war ii why turn another country xyz but do you know what i mean just just stuff like that um people and like how you know for example when it comes to germany as like, um and things like that you know i i hear people going yeah if we have to destroy germany we have to get our payback from world war ii or what i'm thinking that's technically politics isn't it because what, what have Germany done to anyone since uh, since World War um, World War Two? Do you know what I mean? Listen, what I'm saying so is that if, people, if if they ban it, yeah, people will will probably do it more. Like it's, it's a sure platform of of unity in it. And if they're not understanding that message, then that's their business. Yeah. But before before we move on to the next one, I just want to say that um, for, uh, we have you know famous cases of um, protests in. Um, in the Olympics, for example, Toby Smith and John uh, Carlos, who were the gold and bronze medalists, um, who raised their fists in the black power suit in 1968 Olympics. Mm. Um, you had Jackie Robinson, who sat down during the national anthem in 1972 um, whilst he was in the Olympics. So you, you do have those protests. So, mm. I mean, fair enough, you say, no one, you, you go ban people from taking a knee, but I think people find other ways to protest. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't think you can truly get rid of protests um you know you can, you can ban stuff but you can't always you can't always like fully remove it from from whatever setting so that's what i'll say on it yeah all right so uh esl folds what's everyone's taking it so uh this happened last week i didn't want to talk about it too much because like there was still a lot of information coming out um mm-hmm. i wasn't mad at it i felt that if it replaced as long as it replaced the champions league and the, the teams involved are allowed to stay in their domestic tournaments. I was more than happy for a new league, a new competition to be born. Um, I think 
as times change, you sometimes need to adapt and create new things for the times. Um, yeah. I just think a lot of people were just upset because they, again, I can't speak for everybody. I think certain, some people just didn't really understand. And two, um, UEFA and FIFA just sort of like, hold on, you're going to take a piece of the, the money that we're making. Like mm. we make a lot of this money and we pay you shit because we want the money. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like it's one of those mm. ones here that people forget that right now, football and majority of sports have moved on just for pure entertainment and pure for the working class. They're now yeah. multi-million, if not billion pound industries. Do you know what I mean? And one of the rules that, and again, just from listening to podcasts and stuff on the subject, yeah, one of the things that, and I, I should know this as someone that studied business here, but one of the things as a businessman uh, is that your responsibility is to your stakeholders. You yeah. have to do what you can, yeah, to basically make your stakeholders money. So if you are not actively trying to make your stakeholders money, you are in a sense breaking the law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't have you can't invite or maybe not invite, but you can't have venture capitalist people come into your sport and then not expect them to make venture capitalist moves. Like you know, a lot of these owners that are doing this are American. All they know is making money because that's just kind of like mm. how America is. So you can't tell these people to come buy your clubs, spend millions on your club, and then what? Like, they're going to want to make more money. If you want if you want nice things, yeah, especially in the world that we live in, if you want nice things, yeah, you need money. To make money, mm. this would have made money. Like... Yeah. What some people don't understand, yeah. Let's say, for example, yeah, and I don't have the numbers, and I don't know if this is an exact figure, figure, yeah. But between like FIFA and UEFA, etc., yeah, I think they make like a billion dollars a year on football, yeah. Mm -hmm. The winner of the Champions League only gets like 150 million for winning the Champions League. So I you're see. doing all that work to get like a one percent of the profit. Of course, yeah. after, of course, after a while, you're gonna be like, well, I want to create a league where. I might get 10% of the profit. Like, I'm going to get a lot more money. And if I'm making the money, which a lot of those clubs that were, um, you know, going to be involved in the Super League, why yeah. shouldn't I then be taking a bigger cut if I'm making most of the money? And that's all. And, yeah. that's, and that's that was the main thing. They were like, well, hold on. You know, we've lost the money during the pandemic, which, again, I understand a lot of people have, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we, we are the people that generally people want to see play. Yeah. Like, I know some people like, oh, you know, seeing Manchester United versus Real Madrid every week would get boring. Well, it wasn't going to be an every week thing. It was just going to happen a lot more often than it does now. And for me, that's not boring. I would rather watch Real Madrid versus Man United every six to 12 weeks, yeah, than watching Shakhtar the Nets versus, I don't know, Celtic. No disrespect to those clubs. I know that, you know, well respected in that, but... You do not have the same draw as Real Madrid, Juventus, Man United, mm. Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea. And I know people are upset that Tottenham was in the, involved when they haven't really won anything. And again, they lost the League Cup final today. But in mm. terms of like revenue and amount of fans and stuff, um, in some study that was done like in 2013, no, not 2013, done um, in 2020, Tottenham mm. were like the 13th biggest club in the world. Yeah, there you go. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, their fan base, how many followers they've got, mm -hmm. like, they're a... In, in terms of that aspect, they're a big club. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I can attest to that because I've been to Ghana, and boy, Ghanaians, I think, love football, support English teams better than some English uh, 
English fans. Do you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. you go to Ghana, there's there's Tottenham fans, there's there's Arsenal fans. Those are two biggest ones. My United fans, Liverpool fans, Chelsea fans. Yeah. So I could definitely I could definitely see how you know Spurs will also be a 13th biggest club just because you know it has that range as a pool and that um and, and people, history another thing that people were upset about was the fact that there was no relegations in a sense but there was mm. kind of you know there was mm. 15 um founding members who were always going to be involved in the league yeah that would never get relegated and never leave it um and there were five teams that were going to be like invited and we never got to a stage where we knew how these teams were going to get invited, whether it was going to be based on um, how they've done in their domestic leagues or whether, you know, we didn't know what the, what that was going to be. So there was going to be mm-hmm. avenues for other clubs to be involved. Um, and then literally the next day, UEFA announced their version of what the improvements that they want to make to the Champions League. And it was mm-hmm. almost as bad as like the Super League. At least with the Super League, you'd have only got like the best teams playing. Or the most, yeah. you know what I mean? But this, you're now getting, again, I don't want to be rude to these other teams that do really well, yeah, but, you know, like, how, like, again, here, here's an example that I, I, I'll put out there, yeah? Mm-hmm. Would you rather watch Bayern Munich versus PSG, PSG, or would you rather watch Fenerbahce versus Shakhtar Donetsk? I much rather watch PSG, bro. <laughs> what is this? Exactly, and that was what you were more than like you would have gotten a lot more of in the Super League. You'd have got a lot. Like, even even yeah. like even now, yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal, Spurs, and United were in the Europa League. How much better mm-hmm. would have this year's Champions? Like, obviously, yes, they didn't really deserve to be there because they didn't finish in the top four. But how much better mm-hmm. would have, uh, how much more people to watch the Champions League? Yeah, if those teams had been involved, how much more exciting football matches would there have been? Like, obviously, I understand that every once in a while you, you, you do get these smaller teams that, you know, giant killed the big teams in the Champions League, but it's not an often thing. Like, I, I mean, mean, the last... Uh, again, I could be completely off base here, but the last small team that I think won the Champions League was Porto. And that was like, hmm. I want to say 2003, maybe? Boy, that I don't even remember. Yeah, that's when Jose Mourinho started to blow up and was like this amazing guy because he took like Porto, who were just like this very, in, in a sense, bank average team uh, compared yeah. to the others and won the Champions League. Like, the Champions League is normally, it is generally normally won by one of the big teams. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people are just mad for no reason, in my opinion. I think the I, I honestly think people, I, I honestly think people are mad for no reason because. <laughs> I mean, when it when it all came about, you heard people like Gary Neville, um, Real Ferdinand, X, Y, and Z all saying this is disgraceful. Fans should be should be outraged by this and blah blah. I'm thinking, hang on, it's like for starter league, okay, what are the conditions for this league and blah blah. And the conditions came out and stuff like that. I'm thinking, well, to be fair, isn't that how just any rather mill league would have started? Let's let's create a league and whatnot. Um, invite several teams to come to it or several teams to form this league. Mm. And then invite invite you know different um, clubs to this league. I mean, how how do we think um, you know from Prem all the way to Div Two football works? I'm sure it works let's, in a similar manner. A, only again, cases I, that I, I people was, get. Um, I was only three years old when this happened, so I don't. I haven't even like delved that deep into it yeah, to find out mm. all the details yet. So I'm kind of like spitballing a little bit, yeah. But mm. back in 1992. When Sky got involved in the in the British game or UK football, mm-hmm. in the UK football, they in a sense broke away from 
how things were and formed the Premier League. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's been done like, it's been done once before. Do yeah. you know, it's yeah. been done once before. Like people have forgot, like now everyone's like, yeah, Premier League, everyone's like comfortable. Everyone's used to it. But, mm-hmm. you know, like back in the day, Champions League was an ITV. Then it was bought by Sky. Then it was bought by yeah. BT and it's now not free anymore. Like, mm-hmm. so again, Maybe again, I've said this a, a lot. Maybe it's because I'm used to the NFL on it. In the NFL, there's no relegations. In the NFL, you've got the 32 teams. It's probably been these 32 teams for like, I don't know, maybe the last 30, 40 years, if not longer. Um, mm. And I'm fine with that. Like, I, you get used to it. And I would have been more than used to just watching it. Because even with the Champions League now, like the semi finals, Real Madrid, Chelsea, Man City, PSG, that's like the, the usual teams. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's for the most part, nine times out of 10, it's the usual teams. Like, even going as back far as like the quarterfinals, if I said the same, it, it, it would be the same team. Dortmund, mm. Porto. Okay, Porto, yeah, Bayern, but they could have been in the, in, in the five teams that were invited anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's normally those teams that go far and win the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, because also I didn't know I also had to add to this to people sort of gather information on this because I don't follow football that even though I, I know I say I support United and stuff like that, I don't really watch that many football games and whatnot. I haven't done that, I haven't watched I mean when I, when I first like lived permanently in the UK mm. to, uh, 2004, I was heavily watching football and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but also over the years we sort of lost interest because you know I mean I mean life. But yeah. um and so you know, I was just trying. I was just trying to get ideas and stuff like that. And from my perspective, I thought that you know the Super League would have rivaled FIFA and UEFA, yeah. and also obviously because they rivaled the they rivaled those big um, um, organizations. There is no way they would have been happy with that because they're yeah, taking they, from they, the profits. They, they, they got shook. They were like, "Hold on, if all these twelve teams that you know we make most of our money leave, who's going to be watching mm. the Champions League? Who's going to watch the exactly. Champions League? Yeah, without Real Madrid." Barcelona, United, City. Like, people wouldn't tune in. They're going to tune into the, the 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 Super League instead. Yeah. There's also people saying that, oh, smaller leagues or smaller um, or less financially affluent uh, clubs will, will be struggling with this and blah, blah, because, you know, all these big teams have left, have left, um, uh, you know, the, Prem, the Premier League, for example, or whatever. They're going to be struggling anyway. Since they exactly. started having owners that spend the millions and things like that, the big clubs make most of the money, yeah? Even like when people say like, well, Leicester City, yeah? I'm pretty sure when Leicester City won the league, they had just been bought by Thailand owners, yeah? And that mm. helped them. Okay, okay, they may not have gotten the mega millions that Manchester, Manchester City might have got, but they got money in it, yeah? You're, it yeah. It's highly unlikely, yeah, that any of these, like, again, no offence to them, average teams, yeah, are ever mm. going to reach those heights because of the money in the game. And Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, because I, I had said that, well, the only way for smaller clubs to compete with these larger ones is purely if they're able to get... Um, uh, if they somehow attract donors yeah. um, to the to the to, to their club, yeah. or have an academy that you know trains all the or, or yeah, that trains all these um, uh, youth players or whatever, yeah. right? And then sell them at a high price. Yeah, that's the only way it's going to happen. And sorry, but this thing this has happened for for this has decades been now for in, years um, in, in, fo- in football. Yeah, so I don't understand why all of a sudden. Oh, well, think about the small clubs, but. 
wait, that wasn't your issue when you know Arsenal was uh, Arsenal was one of the richest clubs in 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 uh, the UK. Um, Manchester United, Man City is in UK. At one point, right, I remember people. This was like back in two thousand and ten, or even less than that. People saying, "Oh, Man City is buying. Man, Man City just has loads of money, just buying players left, right, since buying good players left, yes, right, they did. stuff." They have and loads like, of money. That's yeah, that's that's football, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if you got money, you can do that. Exactly. So you know, then um, people also I posed this question. People said that okay. Um, Imagine that all these, imagine this gets set up and everything, right? Um, it would affect things like TV deals, recruiting, um, competitions. Um, no one would want to play for for that team, that the lower the, the low leagues or whatever, or um, um, teams in the Premier League because they want to go also go and play for these big names and stuff like that, right? And think about it. Let me to break it down, right? Okay, cool. Let's talk about TV TV deals, for example, right? At one point, my United were doing so rubbish that people were laughing at my United for having a having a football deal for them for for uh, for Channel Five to host their matches. Do you remember this, Nana? This is no. well, way back in the day. Okay, yeah. so this is after my United lost like or, uh, lost really badly or something to um to a to a lower to a lower club or whatever. Mm. Um, so I was thinking, okay, so if TV stations are able to, you know, do deals with football clubs and stuff like that, what's the difference between, you know, between the ESL starting up and then TV deals being done with them or whatever? Because like you said, Sky did um, something very similar, changed, changed the face of uh, the way football's being reported. Mm. Amazon are now doing sports and stuff like that. Yeah, um, You have um, even... Um, Earlier in the, in the pandemic, when you had Sky obviously tried to rake in money and then had to abandon it after two weeks because people were obviously furloughed and um, unemployed. So, it, yeah, um, yes, that was part of it, yeah. But also, yeah. again, it was like this year, <laughs> and this again links to the Super League, yeah. Mm. You might get away with people paying fifteen pounds for Liverpool versus Manchester United or Tottenham yeah. versus Chelsea, yeah. You are people are not paying fifteen pounds for Sheffield United versus Burnley. No, no, <laughs> like and that and that's what it was. Like, yes, a lot of people didn't have money, but people still paid for like the big games. It's just that mm. I think when it was again when it was like Sheffield United versus Burnley, they probably saw like a hundred, hundred, a hundred people watch those games like and pay for it mm. because I'm not spending like don't get twisted like unless you're like a, a diehard fan of one of those teams, yeah. You want paying to see that. Exactly. So so in terms of TV deals, you know, um, deals go into the ESL stuff like that. I'm thinking, again, that's just a business decision. Um, then you have things like um, players go to these big teams and stuff like that. Players are doing that anyway. Every time you hear about, I think only only when, you know, you've had a whole family. Like, so say you've like your entire family supported Everton, right? Mm. And so your kid wants to be a footballer and only play for Everton. Cool. That's fine. That's what he wants to do, right? But I think the majority of players anyway, in terms because of the contracts and whatnot, right, will end up, even if they're on loan or whatever, will end up playing for random teams, right? Sometimes they'll play for Man City. Sometimes they'll play for Arsenal and stuff like that, right? Um, eventually, you're going to want to be paid enough money for whatever your whatever reason is, right? So you'll end up going to these big teams anyway. So for me, it makes no sense when people say, 
oh, um, no one wants to play for a lower league. No one wants to play for a lower league team anyway. I mean, when was the last time someone wanted to play for, I don't know, Nottingham? Yeah. Or whatever, do you know what I mean? Or, or like a really good talented player wants to go down and play Div 2 football. No, do you want to go to, we want to go to the Premier League and play Premier League football, blah, blah. Um, if, if, if the opportunity arises or if, or if you're comfortable playing in that lower league, nothing against it. Play in that lower league, do you know what I mean? But, mm. I mean, you get you get all you get all this happening as well. So it was a moot point, I thought. Um and just that I was thinking that, okay, so you have all this going. The only time it would affect fans, I'd say, is if these T V deals and stuff like that weren't were sort of I guess counterproductive to fans. So fans suddenly pay extortion amount for their TVs um, so for, for watching sports and whatnot that could be an issue but if it's £5 for you to watch I don't know three games stuff like that I don't think you'd be complaining too much about it or how much it is to well, watch your I don't even know how, I don't even know how much Sky is a month now because obviously mm. you get Sky in it and if you get Sky Sports one of the packages you can watch you know some of the games you can't watch all of them but you can yeah, at least yeah. watch some in it yeah um and lastly, I'll say on this, right? Isn't it funny how, again, this is why I think that this is, this is a weird situation. I think that people have it backwards that when it comes to already established league like FIFA UEFA, right? Mm. And you get, you know, price hikes and ticket hikes and stuff like that, right? You don't get many people that complain about, oh, um, we have this we have this huge price hike now to, to go watch our favorite teams. I was, I was listening to LBC, right? Mm. And... Uh, someone phoned in to James O'Brien's show. I was saying that, oh, he remembers back in the day for Tottenham that it used to be something like £15 to sit at the front or £45 or something like that to sit at the front of... No, it was, it was cheap. Yeah, £15 to sit right at the front um, uh, uh, field side, right? Mm. And watch the whole game of blah, blah, right? Now he has to pay something like £145 to, to get that same experience, right? Mm. And if I was to ask... I'm sure I to ask the majority of uh, Tottenham supporters, right? I don't, I don't think they really cared that they had to pay an extra X well, amount to they, watch they, the teams. They, they, they did. They just paid, right? Just right? Not, if you can't afford it, they'll they obviously take the higher seats. But the whole point is that you're in the atmosphere, right? So, yeah, yeah. They, they did, but obviously nowhere near to this level. Mm. And do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Oh, let me see if I can find it. I, I got to give mad respects to you. Um, uh, I need to see if I can find it. But basically, there was one football player, yeah. Um. Mm. White white guy, uh, I think he played for Leeds. I'm trying to I'm trying to find exactly mm. what he said, but he was like, "It's funny how um, when it comes to money, like people being uproar and UEFA and FIFA will do all that they can to stop it from happening. But when it comes to yeah. race, racism, I uh, hear it here it is. I quite quite I so Patrick Bamford, and this was his uh, thoughts on the Super League. Yeah, and this is a Leeds United mm. player. I quite, I, ugh, I can't quite comprehend. It's amazing the amount of uproar when somebody's pocket is being hurt. It's a shame that this doesn't happen with issues like racism. And I was like, I was just like, my brother, you are invited to the cookout. Like, you know, <laughs> you, you have my utmost respect. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, I, I was like, yeah, like, this, we need more people like that because again, it's just one of those ones where like, um, you know, they're, they've been very slacking on racism, but when it comes to people's monies, they're, they're going all out in uproar. So, yeah, it's mad. It's wild, it's wild. You still there? Because I can't hear you, and I don't know if the signal, the internet's gone down. 
Oh no. Am I by myself? Alright, let's just take a quick pause. Alright, and we're back. I don't know what happened there, but we were obviously clearly having some technical issues. Yeah, so I just think I just think it's funny that when it comes to things like this, right? There's a huge uproar about it. Um not really knowing how it's going to affect your your pockets or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, only thing I can say is maybe the relationship between your club and the domestic leagues might change because obviously if my United was to all of a sudden go to um, go to and play for the ESL of all these different clubs, there might be, there might not be as much banter between you know the Premier League now because they're not they no longer exist in the Premier League, for example, right? And I know that people have you know have come to recognize that their teams have been in, in this domestic league for the longest time, you know, Premier League down to um, the, what's it called? Um, that's Div 1, the um, English League 1, whatever the case may be, right? But, you know, being that being in a situation where you're able to be promoted and demoted demote stuff like that, that level of excitement to it, right? So I understand that. And, you know, people have been in the community, communities sort of come around football and stuff in the UK, especially. Um, you hear stories of... Um, teams that have you know commemorated uh a, a long time fans death or something like that helped their family with housing and whatnot do you know what i mean so um um teams do very sometimes do good work for their for their community and stuff like that right? which i do appreciate i do recognize but at the same time your team has also is also you know sort of been taken over by these huge corporations. Not not say corporations, but these pe- people with big money and stuff like that. Right? They make decisions um, based on um, based with little on to sometimes no um, transparency with the fans, and fans just take on chin and say, "Okay, cool, we're doing this now, right?" And then as soon as something like this happens, there's a huge uproar about it. I'm thinking. Why? Why is all this uproar happening? And you know, if you break it down, stuff like that, are you? I mean, are you okay? Um, and then apply that to the rest of your life, because when you know we talk about, um, especially for someone like me, right? When you talk about, oh, there's a lot of money that's come to, um, like be beware, you know, privatizations of say NHS, for example, or. Um, even maybe some sort of privatization, privatization with police or whatnot, right? Obviously, you'd be you'd think to yourself, "Hmm, that's someone paying." That's a, so. This this is someone paying um, or being paid to have police force or to you know make money off off of our public services, right? And obviously, it's something that we don't want to happen. Um, but when these things are happening in front of us, we say nothing to it. Right, mm-hmm. but when it comes to and yeah, and we're, and we're fine with it. I mean, do you know what I mean we say okay, we'll take our chin and stuff we could do about it and, and go ahead with it. But when it comes to football and stuff like that, right? If you have a private uh person or a, a conglomerate or whoever, right, mm-hmm. putting money into your club, right, which you have supported, technically you're supporting the club because you're paying you're paying for all the tickets, all the season tickets, and blah 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 blah, right? Mm-hmm. The the um um apparel so you know the, the t-shirts um kit whatever else right you're giving these people money and you have no say at all on how this is run yet you want to kick up a fuss about it when they want to do something else yet when you pay money towards certain services that that you know that look after your health look after your your um well-being or whatever mm. you don't say anything about it and it's, it's a bit of a disconnect there for me as well is what i'd say it's um, very wild 
Yeah, but overall, you know, at least the, I mean, the ESL's now folded. I think something like fourteen hours after being announced, or, yeah, or it, twenty it, it, hours. It, it didn't last. It didn't last very long. I I personally think that the team's bottled it, the uh, yeah. and the fan reactions that they got. Um, I um, again, I understand why people are upset because they feel like it doesn't create competition. But mm-hmm. I felt that there was enough wiggle room for there to still be competition, but still having the best teams. Um, yeah, because. Again, the new proposal that UEFA have set up anyway, you know, clubs like Liverpool United can finish outside the top four now and still get Champions mm. League. So it kind of was like what the Super League was trying to do anyway. So, it, yeah, some some people just... And how much of a fuss is being kicked up about that one now? A little bit, but right now they're happy a because they feel like mm. you've got rid of the Super League, which was the first imminent threat. Like, do you know what I mean? That was yeah. the... Yeah. But... Let's see if they now turn their their heads towards FIFA and UEFA because, like, again, I don't know all the ins and outs, but they awarded the World Cup to Dubai. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. having a World Cup in Dubai it was a great idea. Like, and Qatar. Yeah, you've now moved the World Cup to... um Oh, sorry, Qatar. You've now moved the World Cup to the winter period and supposedly, like construction of this stadium is people are like dying and just like just getting slapped up in concrete and just being buried mm. inside the walls of the stadium like that's not well, a good look and, and that's and that's the thing that's the, that's the thing that also annoys me because if you look at Qatar right how else does does, does a country like Qatar and again nothing against Qatar I don't know enough about Qatar to even have an opinion about it right but you know that it's a hot country and stuff like that right you're going to have um, players struggling with that that kind of weather, right? Not everyone's acclimatized to fifty plus degrees Celsius of 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 heat, right? So how are people going to be coping with that or everything like that? If there's nothing for um, to about players and stuff like that, it, it doesn't seem viable to have a World Cup there. And like you said, all the health hazards and whatnot that's happening now, um, or during the uh, building of the stadium, and whatnot, right? You have all these things happening. Yet when you ask yourself. How is it that a country like Qatar can have, um, can host the World Cup? You only have to turn around and say, well, how much money did they pay to FIFA for it to happen? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's just crazy, man. It's, it's just a wild one. Um, and I, I guess, and the thing is, yeah, like, greed in football and, and like, what's, what's the word? Corruption in football has been around for a long time, isn't it? Oh, definitely. It's just that they're they're now trying to, they've they've stamped out who they think was doing it blatantly, but they're now just doing it on a sly. But anyway, Mm. we've been been doing it for a while. We still got a a crap to get through. Um, So Castlevania season four has been, has has been confirmed that this will be the last one. It will end the series. No, so so good. I I hope they wrap it up in a fitting manner. Uh, Dragon's Blood will get a a second season. Uh, even though I didn't fully understand what was going on, I did like... Oh, Dota Dragon Blood. Yeah, Dota Dragon Blood. Even though I didn't understand mm-hmm. what was going on, I did quite like it. Um, Ted Lasso Season 2 has been confirmed for July 23rd. I've, oh, I I've, I've already contacted Paul Hart and asked him that he... Um, asked for him to come and join us on that episode, so he shall be nice. doing that. Um, yeah, let's get through this COVID news real quick, real quick. Cue the music. Worst crossover ever. All right, so 
Russell Crowe is set to play Zeus in Thor Love and Thunder. Hmm. Interesting. I, I mean, he's a, he's a decent actor to be he's a great He's um, a great actor and I think I can see him as Zeus. Um, mm-hmm. I just... I don't, I don't know how Greek mythology fits into the MCU because obviously, like, they've obviously got Thor, that's Viking. I, they have Hercules. I didn't, I did this is stuff that I did not know. I didn't know like they had the god Zeus in this. So um, it's a whole pan there's a whole pantheon of gods. Oh, this includes right. Norse gods, Greek gods, um, includes um God of the Bible, mm. um and the Abrahamic religions and stuff like that. It includes I will say Lucifer is um sorry, Lucifer's DC. Um it it, 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 it does include a lot of gods that, you know. Um, that again, if you're if you're someone who watched the MCU, you would not know this, but yeah, in the comic books, you have a lot of gods, you have the Egyptian gods as well, so Anubis, Ra, the iconic ones. Um, yeah, mm. mad, 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 mad. All right, Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman have been cast uh, in MCU for Secret Invasion. We currently, at this moment in time, do not know what roles they're going to be, but you know, more than likely, they're going to be playing some scrolls of some kind. Mm, so yeah uh what's what's your thoughts um yeah i've I've no real opinion on it um i like emilia she was black. she was um what did you call it daenerys, daenerys. daenerys starborn yeah but also dragons. um um oh what's her name in um Khaleesi. terminator genesis oh, I, don't, I don't i don't even remember her in terminator genesis um but yeah yeah that feels okay role um, anyway, I have I have no real opinion on on them joining the MCU. I just put some. I don't really care who joins MCU as long as they can produce uh, quality shows. You know. Yeah, again, yeah. I trust Feige, man. Feige can do no wrong at this moment in time. Um, oh, so I don't know if we mentioned. I might have forgotten about this. Um, but mm-hmm. Disney and so Sony signed a new deal with Netflix that basically mm-hmm. meant that I think it was all movies going from 2022 onwards um, was gonna be on Netflix which was going to mm-hmm. include the Spider-Man movies. However, Disney's have done a separate deal with Sony to bring all the Spider-Man movies over to Disney+. Plus. All right, all right, all right. I like that. I mm. like me a bit of Spidey. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spider-Verse, has got his, uh, Spider-Verse has got its directors. Um, let mm-hmm. me just quickly find the, what I screenshot because um, the three directors were like, not credible. That's not the right word. They've, done a lot of good things yeah i've said that quite appallingly as well uh all right so um spider-man into the spider-verse had three directors bob persecci peter ramsey and rodney ruffman and now as reported by variety the as of yet untitled spider-verse sequel also have a trio of directors joaquin dos santos kent powers and justin k thompson um Powers is currently having an incredible prestige film season coming up on an Oscar nominated for his adopted screenplay of One Night in Miami, uh, which I, I didn't watch. Is that not way to watch the cinema? Um, I don't think I've ever watched it. it I think it was, it's, it's the one where it's got like, um, oh, I think it, it's like Michael, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, oh, and two other people, like, and it was like their night. And mm-hmm. it was like seeing all these like four great black people of their time having a commu- um, a conversation with each other and seeing like how they were similar but also a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It, it was like I don't know if it was like critically acclaimed, but again, it just like 
it was around the time when like Judas and the Black Messiah and all those kind of movies are out and I was kind of wanted to see it. Um, all right. And, and also he got Oscar nom- nomination for his co-directed Pixar, um, Pixar film Soul. So, you know, he's coming from a good standpoint. Um, yeah. He's also worked on Avatar, the Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra and Justice League Unlimited. Um, Thompson also making his feature debut was the uh, Annie Award winning production design on the first Spider-Verse and has also production designed the two cloudy with a chance of meatball movies. So again, he's used to working in animation and the last person, where's the last person? I must have missed the last person. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, sorry, last person. No. So Powers, just, uh, uh, anyway, basically they're good with animation. So, mm. you know, it's going to be worth, it's going to be worth checking out. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, last, last quick little bit of comment news is um, Modoc is coming to Disney Plus on May twenty first. Now I have no idea who this character is. Uh, it's a it's a Marvel property. Um, it is a bit insane. It looks oh, I wouldn't go as far as Deadpoolish, but you know, it, uh, have, did you have did, have you seen a trailer for this? Um, no, I haven't seen a trailer for it. All right, well, um, it, 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 it's 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 really weird, but. Mm. It looks fun, and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. It will be definitely something that I'm watching. I'm interested to see whether it's going to be week to week or whether they're just going to drop the whole thing. Um, but more than likely, because it's on Disney Plus, it's going to be week to week. All right. Yeah. All right. It's your time to shine. Anime manga. All right, Naruto's director illustrator Osamu um, Osamu uh, Kobayashi passed away on seventeenth April, age fifty-seven, due to kidney cancer. Mm. Um, his other works included Gurren Lagann and Dororo. Oh man, I didn't know so, he was on Lagan as well. Yeah, so also it's unfortunate that he's uh, passed away. I have no idea if he was working on Boruto either. Um, but all in all, it's a shame to uh, see some of the industry pass away. Yeah, man. RIP, uh, man. Yeah, Crunchyroll uh, is partnering up with WWE for a new anime. Yes. Um, I think I saw a little a little trailer with it. One of them, one of the trailers showed uh, John Cena in anime form, so that was oh, interesting. No, we um, yeah, it was it was just a flash. It was just a flash of it. Um, but who? Knows? Let's see what let's see what comes out um, with this. Mm-hmm. Um, Foundation have announced their Q3 lineup of titles for UK and Ireland. So they've done it for the whole year. Mm-hmm. But what I'll do is that every every couple of months I'll uh, I'll uh, come on to remind people of what's what's up and coming. Yes. So um, I'll do this now from April 26th to uh, June 14th. We'll be having Clannard and Clannard After Story, mm. Dragon Ball Z Season Six. Um, Hunter x Hunter, Cannon Busters, Dragon Ball Z Season 7, Golden Kamui Season 1, Fruit Baskets, My Hero Academia Season 4. Um, Funimation has also started streaming Back Arrow. Uh, Back Arrow is uh, as anime that I watched uh, about, I would say a couple of months ago. I did mention it on the on the show. I, f- I feel, like I, start- I, feel mm. like I I started it. I just haven't finished it. Yeah, I think I think he said that as well. Is that is that the one? Is that the one with the rings in it? And they turn to like meccas. No, it's it's not. Right. Yeah. No, it's not. So this is set in a fantasy world where you have main character was part of this secret 
magic society. Mm-hmm. Uh, his friend got turned into a dragon and had to fight against his uh, his friend um after after coming back from isolation um and he's one of the top magicians in the in the um our uh, kingdom so that's 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 what it's, that's what it's uh it's it's really about uh, but it's very very interesting um seeing is making you know because make characters make his connections with people who he sort of left um you know he has to look after um a, a child and whatnot so it's all, it's all very interesting on May 26th as well, Demon Slayer Mugen Train will be released in cinemas across the UK and soon in Ireland. Whoa, Both whoa, whoa, and whoa, May 26th. Well, I swear cinemas aren't opening then. What? Perhaps not, but it's scheduled for uh, release in the UK May, uh, May 26th. I think this is also in line with the um, the way the pandemic is being handled in the UK. Mm. Um, I think... Um, I can't, I can't remember for life be the different stages that were going to, you know, open up. Um, but I know that we're slowly opening up again. Oh, then we um, we better circle that date. And I need to put a reminder. We are going. <laughs> we are right. going. So for now, it's scheduled for May 26th make, uh, this make year. Make sure you're free that day, yeah? We're going. Yeah. So both subs and dubs will be in selected cinemas, including obviously, IMAX. subs. Obviously, we are watching this in subs. Not, no dub shit. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. For the manga news, 86 novels will get a prequel manga. So 86 is the um, is this spring season's line of anime that just came out. Um, I mentioned it... I think I mentioned this last week or two weeks ago, actually. Mm. So it's getting the prequel manga as well, which I'm sure will explain how the 86th district came about and why it is that you know human beings or why how, why it is that uh people have been split up the way they have um, marvel meow captain marvel's cat um <laughs> whose real name is chewy wreaks havoc in the lives of popular marvel characters such as spider-man iron man thanos galactus deadpool and more so marvel meow is also getting a manga nice yeah Okay, cool. and that's it for the anime and manga news. Cool. I haven't played that one in so long. All right, so quick little <laughs> gaming news: uh, Stranger Things joins mo- mobile game Seven Deadly Sins Grand Cross on Apple Store and Google Play. Uh, Google Play on April 27th, so that's in two days' time. Uh, Stranger Things... Oh, oh, so I just read that. Super Mario posters for Illumination animated movie. Hmm. Interesting. I'll be down for a Super Mario animated movie. And, yeah, same here. Uh, Su- Samurai, Samurai Warriors 5, Yasuke revealed as a new character. Now, I am obsessed with Dynasty Warriors. I haven't played in a while. Um, oh, but, you here. know, I'm probably going to get Samurai Warriors 5 and check it out. And obviously, Yasuke is there. That's probably going to be one of my characters. I'll be interested to see what kind of story that they go through. And um, yeah, I like a bit of a Musa every once in a while, so it'd be nice. So that'll be a game that I'll probably picking up and I'll probably be streaming that as well. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so if you don't follow us on Twitch, you can follow us on Twitch at Blurs or Us. When I finally get a good laptop, some of these episodes will be live and you can see our pretty little faces and <laughs> we'll be... Um, doing the podcast live obviously i've got to have a decent setup for that but yeah it will be said that we'll be looking to do all right so we kind of wrapped up all the news 
let's head over to our main event. And I always forget where, where the button is. God damn you. Where's the button? There's the button. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Alright, cool. So we're actually gonna start with two distant strangers. Um because we've both now seen it. And this was amazing. Uh I give this a whole chicken. Um it is alright, let me just pull it pull up the notes for it, even though I've probably did it. Though. So two distant strangers a twenty twenty American short science fiction drama film written by Trayvon Free and directed by Free and Martin Desmond Road. Nominated for the twenty twenty one Academy Award for Best Live Action Short Film. The film examines the death of a black American during cuts of the police through the eyes of a character trapped in a time loop that keeps ending in his death. Now obviously these little time loop movies have become more popular in recent time. Um this was quick this was a nice nice thirty two minutes and I felt it was very impactful, and you know, it was just great, man. Like I've been holding. I don't. I'm upset. That I probably don't have my notes for this, but I, you've watched it recently. Like, wh- what did what did you think of it? Man, I would not want to be in this guy's shoes. Oh, this yeah, is, a, this is the worst Groundhog Day ever. <laughs> Honestly, so I've got my notes up as I watched it. Right? Yeah. I said, this guy can't catch a break. Um, oh, man. He just wanted to go only, home to his dog, man. Yeah, like, if only all the people killed by cops had a chance to replay the day. Mm. I wonder how they would have how they would have gone about it. Do you know what I mean? And and do you know what was peak here? Like, even after, mm. even after like, um, repeating the day and, like, you know, tra- changing up his approach, not having a cigarette, like, being polite mm. to the cop. Like, he, he even went as far as, like, sat him down and even explained to him like yo like you know you're about to call your mom like this is gonna happen like every time you know like and it seemed like each time the cop was getting like more lenient with him and then yeah. all the way to the last one where, like you thought like the cop drove him home and then he freaking killed him at the end anyway yeah that was that was so oh, damn annoying that was so yeah so it was all it was all yeah it was upsetting it was upsetting mm-hmm. um because i said because i because i said in my notes that this cop is just sick in the head and knows exactly what's going on yeah um which the thing you mentioned where he uh kills carter and i'm thinking what if the case was carter killed him mm. if, carter, if carter killed him carter's going to jail regardless do you know what yeah, i mean there's exactly. no way he can get out of it like he legit can't win. Yeah. Um. So I was wondering, this is a metaphor for for our real world, where it's the case that you try and change your approach several times. I say try and change your approach, but you know, one person, a uh, black person, has or um, an ethnic minority has the wrong altercation with a police officer, ends up dying. Okay. Then you have someone else who has another altercation with. Uh, uh, I always say a. a, a, a confrontation more like just you know something happens that 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 they're in close proximity with a police officer and they die and their approach is completely different i mean if you look at uh say brian taylor compared to george floyd for example mm. 
Uh, the, the interactions with for, with cops were very different. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you, you just can't win. Someone who's sleeping gets killed anyway. Someone who's out there who uh, the cops were called on for apparently have handed over a fake twenty dollar note, which we don't know today if whether it was fake or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say no, no, from experience, it probably wasn't a fake one. Mm-hmm. Um, cop gets called on them, um, ends up ends up dying. Um, there was even a case where you know there's a man who had gone into the bank to cash this check, and the police get called in for cashing his check that his boss gave him that exact same morning. Mm. Um, obviously, uh, luckily this one didn't end in someone uh, dying, but the you know the manager actually came down and cashed in his own check for his employee employee. So yeah, it's just I mean, I guess the one thing I liked about this was the hope that well, one of the things I liked about it was the hope right at the end you know as in the guy just not giving up on on uh trying to get past his day he said yeah i'm gonna try i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going until you know after getting killed 99 times mm. or 100 times he goes nope i'm still going to try and you know try and get past his day or whatever however he's gonna do it so it gave me a bit of hope because it just says you know don't give up it, like you know, it, we're hoping that one day it will come to pass that, you know, we, we, black people and ethnic minorities are just getting killed left, right, and center because, yeah. you know, for whatever reason. Um, I liked towards the, uh, at the ending, um, you see this as a bird's eye view of, um, of the city or small part of town that they're in. And the roof painting has um, the names of uh, people who've died at the hands of uh, police. Uh, uh, so George Floyd's name was one of the names. Um, it said things like, you know, say their names, which are popular, which are popular sayings that we hear yeah. uh, during protests and whatnot. Mm. Um, the movie actually, I mean, it's a short movie. It's only half an hour long, yeah. but it reminds me of um, Joyner Lucas's I'm Not Racist. Um, it has that similar, for me, it had that similar feel to it. Um, and the movie too has, you know, the message of talking to each other, um, which I have to say agree with, you know, like talk to people, make sure at least they understand where you're coming from. And, you know, when they were in the cop car and everything like that, it was nice when they were talking. Yeah. Um, until, you know, yeah, it, you, it did you, a 180. You, you, you felt like they were getting to know each other and getting to understand each yeah. other and they were like starting to see eye to eye. And then seeing, mm. and it was annoying, man. Like, just a little bit upset. It is because, I mean, I'm always with the idea that even if you can't fully bring someone to your side, at least you can start. At least you can show them the world in different light. You can, you know, bring over a, a point of view that they may have not considered before, mm. and that all helps open up a conversation. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that on the side of the car, the the police the, outside the police car, I said courtesy, professionalism, and respect. Mm. And I was thinking, I don't see any of these things <laughs> in this. Uh, no, do you know what I mean? Not. Yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, during the end credits, you see the names of people who've been killed by the police. Yeah. Um, you know, which was it was it was very sad to see. I didn't even count how many um too names came up. Um, too many, but too many. it was. I think it, it, every every third name that came up, it highlighted something that had happened. Uh, that you know what the altercation was with the police yeah. officer. And he had ones like there? um to to me like Tamir Rice mm-hmm. playing with a with a with a toy gun. Mm-hmm. Um, you had um. You know, George Floyd's name came up right at the end saying, um, went to the shops, which he actually did. Um, 
He had so many, and it was all, a lot of it was all the same, you know, gone to shops, uh, played with a toy gun, um, um, you know what I mean? Was walking home. Yeah. That kind of thing. I'm thinking like, how? You know what I mean? It's, it's, they're all very, very similar cases. I mean, so what? Unless black people just want to lock themselves at home and you know not do anything then you'll be called you know oh you guys are lazy you don't want to go out and work or blah 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 mate if i step outside the house there's a potential there's it's potential that i might not come back yeah do you know what i mean and not even from um you know other crimes that happen in the area but just from the people who you know we pay our taxes to to keep us safe um but all in all i think i, I i'm giving this a, a three piece um okay. i thought it was, it's, it's a it's a good movie it's a short movie and you know I guess just helps to maintain the fact that, you know, things aren't over yet. Things aren't all cushy yet that, you know, let's all strive to, let's all strive for equality in the sense of at least being treated e- fairly by police officers. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my take. Mm, right. Cool. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about um, is Nobody. So Nobody is a 2021 action thriller directed by Ilya Nazula. And written by Derek Colstead. I apologize for butchering either of your names. Uh, the film stars Bob Odenkirk, uh, Connie Nielsen, Alex Sebrikov. Um Now, how do you say this? Is, is it RZA or RZA? Is it RZA in it? I'd say I thought, I thought it was RZA. Yeah, RZA. Okay, cool. Michael Ironside, Colin Salmon, Salmon, which I haven't seen in anything in a long time, and Christopher Lloyd. Uh, follows a man who, while following clues regarding to his recent home invasion, helps an underage girl be, before. Helps an underage girl being harassed by a group of men only to become the target of a vengeful drug lord. Um, now, I really, like, this was at a free piece for me until the end. Like, the end was freaking amazing. We got a triple kill. We got the guy from Back to the Future with, a, with like, 700 shotguns on his chest. Um, yeah, yeah. We got, oh, it was dope, man. Like, it, and I just get to think of myself, yeah. How sick is this guy? Like, what? Like, what kind of training do you have to just be this much of a broken guy? Um, I don't even know. Uh, and yeah, man, I, I I really enjoy it. But that that triple kill is what makes it all jiggy for me. Like the way it was just perfect. It was just so sick. Um, another thing that I absolutely loved about this movie: the music choice for the fight scenes and everything that was happening. Um, I thought it was also especially cool where in that bus scene there was like no music, it was just yeah. silence. You just hear the fist and all that going on. And um, yeah, man, it was dope, man. What was your what's your thoughts and what's your rating for this one? Um, yeah, it's a good movie. I was expecting it to be uh, to be this entertaining for me, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it starts, you know, um, with the guy in the in the police station being interrogated, and you know, he's bringing out <laughs> like random <laughs> stuff. Like he lights a cigarette. They brings out a can of tuna. He opens the can of tuna. They brings a, cat, a random cat onto the table for the cat to eat. And they ask him, "Who are you?" He goes, "I'm nobody, really." Nobody. I'm like, "Nah." And, and obviously, he's like, he's been mashed up. He's got blood in his face, on his clothes, and everything like that. And you're just thinking, "How did we get here?" But do you know, do you know, what then, epic here. Like, hmm. sorry to cut you. I'll, I'll let you continue in a second. Like, how badass was this guy here? That literally anyone that was like had any common sense once they found out who he was was like, "Yep, I'm out. I'm not involved." Oh, you don't have to pay me. I'm out. I'm dipping. I don't want to get involved with this guy because this guy is a killer. Yeah, they were not. They were not playing about. Um, yeah, but it was, it was interesting to see. I'm gonna come to. I'm gonna come to that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was interesting to see that. Um, 
that you know he lived a very mundane life very routine life and everything like that literally just blending in um with you know his his surroundings um you know to hide his identity he literally didn't do anything that would attract attention to him um, so yeah, so the tattoo parlor scene was hilarious because that that old guy clearly knows the stuff. Oh right? when yeah, he, he saw the FBI he agent, did. when he saw the FBI thing mm. um, badge, and he goes, "Bro, that's twenty years old. That's expired. Yeah, like get out of here with that but, BS." But when, right? when he saw that tattoo, he was like, "Nope!" Like he locked yeah. every single latch he could and was like, "I am not involved." <laughs> I'm out. Every single latch, he legit oh. said, "Nope." Oh, I didn't even know there could be that many latches on the door. All we could hear was <laughs> click, 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 boom, oh, boom, boom, dead. boom, click, click, boom. And even a, even a panel that you know that you can see through, he's like, nope, he doesn't want any part of this. Um, and luckily, luckily for everyone else, and that that was left inside that tattoo uh, parlor of the guy, they just said, yeah, take uh, was it? Here's the information you want. And cool, they left they left him alone. I mean. That was jokes. And the second time it happened was with that um Russian woman when she found out who he was. Mm. And she went, <laughs> take your shit, take all the pictures and stuff like that. I don't want any part of this. I'm gone. See you later. Bye. I was like, yep. Um, even even the Russian guy, the main Russian guy, um, once he found out who he was, he was like, Oh fuck. Mm. All right, bring everybody because yeah. He's just one of those people, um, that said, uh, that you know, what I mean, oh, yeah, just sick, just sick. Um, also, with the Russian woman, when she said, um, don't call 911, <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that bit was funny as well. Like, don't call the police, flipping yeah. Um, yeah, things, I mean, the grandpa as well. Um, obviously, he's the actor that plays, um, um, uh, the doctor from Back to the Future, yeah. Um, yeah, I was like. In my notes, I've got that. Ooh, the grandpa's on smoke too. Because when those guys came to assassinate him, oh my days, that was a scene, <laughs> boy. I was like, this guy, this guy killed them sitting down. <laughs> he didn't like, even get up, bro. And, and the joke of it is that the guy, while the guys were still alive, like obviously he covered the guy's mouth. Yeah. Uh, when the um, when one of the caretakers came in to look at the uh, to look, um check up on him and obviously had his TV up loud there was gunshots as well mm. so obviously distracted the guy from saying oh right uh, you actually like kill people and, and this guy was still alive I was like we didn't see what we didn't see what the grandpa did to him but yeah. I just know that it wasn't going to be a pretty death um, I would love to see this guy versus Brian Mills in Taken because oh no this guy would fuck Brian Mills man because Brian Mills is old, like much older than this guy. Do you know what? Yeah, I would like, be like the same age, but I, I just think that nah, I think that yeah, Brian this Mills is younger. Taken out. I I just felt yeah, like obviously as much as like John Wick is like sick, yeah, this felt mm. very um like adult home alone. Yeah, like, especially the way yeah. how he had a warehouse. And, do you know what I mean? It, it was just sick, man. I I really enjoyed it. It did feel a bit John Wick too because I mean this is just murking people with like all sorts of contraptions and. And the gunplay and stuff like that yeah. as well. Um, yeah, all that was good. Um, so from the action bit, I was I was happy for the ha- action bit. Um, in terms of actual story, it was a, it was a decent story. It's one that we've seen before. Obviously, um, Taken is one of them, um, and um, um, John Wick is, is is the other one. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was a similar vein to them. So um, 
you know, I enjoyed those movies. So this is one that I also enjoy because of that. It sort of didn't break away from that formula. Um, I liked the relationship between the wife and the kids. Um, it was very early on in a movie where you see the, um, the, what are they called? The robbers uh, break in. Yeah. You're thinking, dude, you had a golf club in your hands and a chance to whack this person, right? So and, taking it. and you just let it happen. And not only you let it happen, your son got punched in the face too. So he also has a black eye from that. Yeah. So of course his son's going to... Again, it, it, it made sense to why in it because he realized like they weren't, you know, they weren't serious in it. And like, he didn't want to make their situation worse. Like, and obviously he discovered mm. that when they went to the house, their baby was sick. So they were obviously yeah, yeah. for their baby in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like so I think that was a good touch in that because again, like, you, you want to know what this guy did, right? You want to know like, what, what kind of person he was. And then he wasn't given it any of that yeah. until obviously he, the drunk people. So you can't on, uh, oh, on the no, bus no. came in. Mm. Um, and speaking of which, right, which dickhead bus driver will see a, a and open the can doors. I had, yeah, I, 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 I can hear you. I can hear you. Hello. Am I on now? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I this had, is crazy, I man. Had, this is I second time this happened. I had that in my notes as well. I was like, what dickhead bus driver is going to open the doors in that situation? Like, no, and, and the thing is that, luckily, you used to be a bus driver, so you could tell me exactly oh, yeah, what you do in that situation. I would 100% not open my doors. I would have... I would have called the like the police that like we got a system that connects to the emergency services. I would have pressed that button <laughs> and tell it was, and I would have probably drove, driven off. Like I'm not letting them guys come into my into my bus. No way, I mean, Jose. I, They're not entering my bus. What went through her head to to, to, to do that? Well, I, she I just was don't crazy. Understand it. She was crazy. She was great. Listen. Uh, like, like I said, I don't know. Maybe they got different rules in the, in America, but as a UK bus driver, I am not opening my doors and letting the guys on the bus. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting reported to the police as quick as possible. Not happening. Are you mad? Nah, nah. Um, but I really like. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, I, I like I like the relationship between you know the. I guess because because again, it was such a mundane life that he was leading and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um. I did like the relationship between him and his wife as well because um, he measured that, you know, they're not as intimate with each other or as romantic with each other as they they used to be. Um, You know, which is, I'm sure, something that actually happens in relationships where, you know, I mean, after having kids and stuff as well, like everything's out of whack and whatnot. Mm. Um, The relationship with the son, because also the son had no idea who the dad is or Mm -hmm. was. Mm so you know, I'm sure, like you know, he really respects his dad. But after you know, his dad said, "Nah, it's not happening." Yeah, he sort of backed off. But towards the end, you can sort of see that. Okay, I actually respect my dad. My dad's a sick guy. Mm. Um, and also his daughter, the youngest, because he went through hell to get that bracelet back, only to come back home and realize that the bracelet was on the floor. So his relationship with the daughter, you can tell that, regardless of what happened, the daughter just like always like respected and loved and loved um, loved him no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, even when, you know, um, that same night during the attack, he came, uh, after the attack, she'd come down and, um, and slept on him. Um, you know, I thought, I thought that was, I thought that was a, a cute scene as well to say, mm. to say that, that, listen, I still, you know, I mean, I still love you. I still think you're a great guy. I still think you're a protector. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I overall, it, I enjoyed it. 
I really I found enjoyed it, it. I found it a little bit funny when they came out of the basement. You had he covered the little girl's eyes mm. <laughs> just, just to see how much the dad was just had a just murdered, death, killed everyone in that room, <laughs> like actually on crack. And, then, and that's what it, and that's what that's what the was like. Raw, my dad did bits. <laughs> yeah, my dad did bits. And then yeah. and then he was just like, this basement is specially designed to like burn at like thirty thousand Fahrenheit or whatever it was. So mm. they are not finding your bones. And I was like, well, yeah. they, I was thinking they might not find the bones, but wouldn't like would they not find the blood? When like I don't know. I mean, you burn the blood. It's there's nah. They wouldn't. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was really good. It was really cool to see all that. Mm. Um, um, yeah. Jules, Jules, crazy as well. The fact that he set up all these people, like all these dead people, and started having a conversation with them. I was like, rah. Mm. It, it's it's like that, yeah. <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. 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 So yeah, I gave mm. this a whole chicken, and you gave this what a three piece. Three piece. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That like I said, I was so gassed by the the triple kill. Yeah, that. I had, to, I had to, I had to bump up a rating. Like, <laughs> it just gassed me in it. Um, it's a movie done well. I'd, I'd honestly be looking for. I'd, I'd also in, uh, welcome an, uh, like an, um, a sequel to this. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because obviously it sounds like he was either getting pulled back in, mm-hmm. or the, or you know, maybe the rest of the Russians were after him. So who, who knows? Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Wait and see. Um, did we just skip Dad? Stop embarrassing me. Or am I like having a mental fart here? No, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't skipped it. It's still there for us to uh, to um, review. So why did I go to no? Okay, anyway, I'm clearly I don't it's know. It's okay. We we still got a couple right. things to go. So. Dad, Dad, stop embarrassing me. I want to be very quick on this one. I give it a core mm-hmm. chicken. Um, mm-hmm. It felt very '90s like comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe Americans are still enjoying that type of comedy. Um, what did so? What did impress me was that this was done. Um, Jamie Foxx's daughter was the producer for this. It was like mm-hmm. she also wrote the story. It was obviously like based on her experience with, um, living with her dad, Jamie Foxx. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I thought what was also cool was um, the the act the act the actor that played uh, Jamie Foxx's daughter. She's yeah. like eighteen, but like I think did you watch the bonus thing on Netflix afterwards? Yeah, I did. She I did. she I was like, too much she was like, oh yeah, I like became a, a grown up an adult like at thirteen, but like mm. fifteen, I already like graduated school, like with like, do you know what I mean? Like she was one of those kids mm. that seems like that like, little pushed up, and you know before they know it, she was in like a, a much higher uh, ranking, and she was just like, oh, I'm now at college studying um business because I want to one day like host my own show, and I was like, oh, that's pretty sick in it. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, so um, I did the church episode was really funny. Um, mm. I I didn't like the last episode. I felt that the police episode, the episode where they tried to like focus on like police brutality, it, so uh, it was it was too forced. It was poorly acted. I, I they, they if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right, man. Like it was it yeah, was it was definitely. it was really bad. Uh, I'm gonna give this a quarter chicken because I did laugh. You know, I, it did keep my attention, but. It wasn't amazing, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I did. I also like that um, all the voices that Jamie Fox was doing throughout. Like, that made me laugh quite a bit. Yeah, Jamie um, Fox, Fox is very good at doing voices. I have to say, yeah, um, yeah I was also he's a, he's a very talented actor. We've seen him uh, perform as Ray Charles in the movie Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's got, and we've seen him in Django as well. Uh, two movies that I really enjoy. So yeah, he's definitely a talented actor. Um, 
for me, so what didn't work for me were the jokes because again, this was filmed, I think this was filmed during the pandemic. Oh wait, oh, 2020. Yeah, so the thing um, just when the pandemic came out, so maybe by then they were starting to decide um, you know, how to navigate uh, shooting this. So there were some constraints here and there, but it felt very empty to me. Um, empty in the sense that there were times that I thought that the, the scene should have more body to it, and it just didn't. I don't know whether that's because of those constraints or the um, directions. I'll, I'll say the acting directions, but um, yeah, it just didn't. It didn't have the same sort of flow to it. For example, there were certain jokes that they ran that I could have seen in My Wife and Kids, and I would have seen in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and those would have banged. Even today, when I'm watching reruns of Fresh Prince, um, sorry, My Wife and Kids, the jokes are still funny. Whereas with this one. There's a bit of emptiness about it. I mean, there's the several things I can say that could have been changed for uh, specific um, um, scenes. Um, for example, one of them being when the daughter said that she didn't believe in God and whatnot. Um, I think the way they all reacted to it was a bit cartoonish. Um, and over, over the top as well. And, and over the top, yeah. I, I just, I thought that there's, there's several ways you can react to this and it would have been a funnier... Um, it wouldn't be funnier. For example, when the granddad fell on the floor, right, and then they start firing the granddad. I was thinking, you could have, you could have completely ignored the granddad falling over, right? You know, you just see him falling over, boom. Yeah. That already is funny. Don't need, no need to find him or whatever. Yeah, no need to extra so, stuff. Yeah, yeah, talk, talk, yeah. Uh, talk to your daughter about, you know, um, about, oh, why do you believe in God and blah, 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 blah. That all of a sudden, Grandpa gets up with holy water, starts sprinkling on it. That'd been a lot funnier than than what they were doing. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was things like that that just that was just a miss for me. Um, even in the first episode when Jamie Fox was wearing his was wearing the um, skinny jeans and he couldn't move around in it, right? All right, fine. Move walking around in skinny jeans already is is funny. But then to get down the stairs faster, he slid down the banister, and obviously his nuts hit the yeah. Like um, of it, I was thinking, well, this is this is it's such the comedy, but it's, it was very, very obvious, so mm-hmm. it just didn't work. Yeah, and Again, I, I wonder if it's just us or whether like American audiences still really like that kind of comedy. I mean, I did have a I did have a look online to see other people's reactions before I watched um that stop embarrassing me. Mm. And it appears that also for American audiences it, it was built for a miss for them. Um I think I think one of them is the pacing. Um, one of them it has got to be the the acting itself. Yeah, it just felt a bit. I don't know. It felt a bit basic to me at times. Mm. Um, uh, but I think what worked well was that they were doing a lot of uh, pop culture references, especially for more modern pop culture references, yeah. which I thought would suit a younger audience. Which was which was fine actually. I think that was that was uh, well worked in mm-hmm. except with certain jokes it would have gone over the top of people's heads because yeah. the, the the jokes that they ran for us we we 100% get them um like like Jason Statham for example I don't know how many young I don't know how many uh, generations uh, Zs and lower um, no, Jason Statham. Like we know Jason Statham from mm. things like like Snatch. Um, well, maybe they saw um, the Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw, though. Yeah, but they don't know 
Jason Statham like that though, because the because mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw is an action movie, right? And when you look at earlier Jason Statham, it was more it was more comedic in a sense. Um, mm. um, that it was like action comedy in a sense. So I think again for for younger people, I can see that being a, a, a miss. Um, but for us, we definitely get those jokes. Um, even the when the cop was doing all those um, voices and stuff like that, I was thinking, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely for for sort of like our age group than for younger audiences. So I think again, a bit of a miss there. Mm. Um, but they have a lot to work on, and uh, so they have a lot to improve on. And if there is going to be a season two, uh, hopefully they'll work out those kinks. Um, yeah. But for right now, I'm giving it a quarter chicken as well. Yeah, it has a lot of potential. It does have a lot of potential, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, the execution isn't uh, does does warrant it to uh, be rated any higher. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I mean, the last scene, the last episode, did really annoy me the way they brought uh, it. It, um, was, it was it was so forced and mm. it was so like if they had done it a bit better, like it 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 was just done shit, man. Like I can't even. I it just pissed me off in it. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do something so political and make a statement, like, you've got to do it well. Especially since you know, like, for the most part, like, not everyone wants to see, like, day-to-day politics in their in their shows. Like, some people, like, mm. some people sometimes want an escape in it. And I do understand, like, I do get that, especially now with everything that's been happening. Like, sometimes I do understand, like, you know, mm. you just want to watch that, you want to do something, you don't want to be reminded of your real-world woes in it. Like, I, I understand that a little bit more now than I did before. But... Yeah. If you're gonna do it, you've got, you've got to do it in a good way, man. You've got to do it in a manner that's befitting and not just forced and hand fisted, like yeah. you're, you're jumping on some kind of bandwagon. Exactly, mm. exactly that. So, I think one thing that I think I liked but can be improved on is you know when they do the when they break the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, I think the concept of it is good because obviously you can you can have fourth wall breaks and stuff like that, but. Mm. It almost feels like you know when you're in a theater and you see it happen right right in front of you mm-hmm. when you're when you're watching it from a tv aspect of it you don't need to have like the, basically the transitions between that and then entering the scene again was a bit was a bit off so i think it's, it's yeah. a good concept but again it's something you need to build on mm-hmm. yeah and that's it yep all right all right all right oh that <coughs> uh coughing out coughing out here Oh, let's get juicy. Hey, this is a baggy, you know. Yeah, 100%. I thought I, it was a rap that was done for Mortal Kombat. I, I, I was UK so up. upset, yeah, that this Mortal Kombat had that dead, weird version that they had at the end. Like, it Yeah, was, it was poor, poor timing. It was just rubbish. It, like, it should have been in, like, in one of the, the fight scenes. Do you know what I mean? Like, look right mm-hmm. at the end. So, listen, yeah, this movie... I, I'm not even going to, like, bury the lead yet. This movie gets a hit half chicken. And mm-hmm. for the first time in a long while... Um, I watched this movie twice so I can like write detailed notes and see if like you know wh- you know was I a little bit tired was I a bit being a bit harsh like on second viewing the movie is better but also worse like 
it, it, <laughs> I noticed certain things. I was like, oh, that was crap. And I'm in those other things. I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. So like, um, we're gonna go and get like uh, again. If you've made it this far, everything that we're doing is spoilers. So there will be spoilers. But like, I like the fact that they teased Katana's um fan. I like the fact that they showed um is a night wolf um and they showed yeah. some other characters in in like the um not artwork but like in the um hieroglyphs so to speak like I like yeah. those little touches that there in it um and I thought what was really clever here was that the final fight yeah had resemblance to the first fight that sub that sub zero had with um um scorpion at the beginning um like how Sub-Zero stubbed um, Scorpion in the stomach and like started to lift the blade up, but he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And obviously in, in, at the end, um, Cold stabbed Scorpion, um, Sub-Zero in the stomach and lifted these little weird weapon things up. Um, yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, before I go I any- called, I think it's called Dumpers. Um, I have no idea. Um, before, it, before, yeah. before I go any further, um, what's your like surface views and what's your rating? Um, my surface views are that how dare you have a Mortal Kombat movie with no Johnny Cage? Sorry, but he he deserves he deserves to be in this movie above above um, Cole Young. Cole, Cole Young. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, I mean, it also has some nice um, you know additions to the game. For example, when they when they go flawless victory, yeah, or when Kano went, Kano wins. Kano wins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, those bits are funny. Also, as Call book of game and gaming fans, I, I I do appreciate those. Yeah. So I mean, I'm giving this a half chicken as well. There was there was um, a, there was a, sorry there was a lot of fan service here, and majority of it mm. felt right. However, yeah. like I didn't need them to explain why these people had powers. Like it's in a world with other dimensions and people that can f- shoot ice out of their hands. I don't need you to give me explanations to why other people now have powers. Like it's mm. cool. Just let me know that they can do it because they're champions. But at the same time, yeah, I hated the little tattoo thing and the fact that all the champions had marks. Like, yeah. if you're going to have Cole, just let Cole have one because he's um, a descendant of um, um, Scorpion. Scorpion. That's fine. I can live with that. But for everyone to have it, uh, I didn't particularly like that because if you were going to do that, you could have had, I don't know, Johnny Cage just win win his one off someone and then that's how, like, mm. you use that character instead of Cole Young. Yeah. Yep, I I hundred percent agree. Cole Young did, did, did right, so the story didn't need Cole Young in it. Yeah. Um, it just creates unwanted exposition because you're gonna have to explain certain things. Why is it that we have Cole Young, for example? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, with the markings, why is it that he have these markings? And why does it need to be the case that when this guy, when this person dies, then the markings transfer that's, to yeah. the person that killed them? If that's the case, then surely if you're having a fight against any other realm, shouldn't the marking on that person go to that person from the other realm and stuff like that? How does well, that create... Well, no. Why, they, do you know what I mean? They, they, would, mean, they just, would be champions anyway, so it wouldn't matter. They would, they would have been selected for more combat on their side. But um, what I'm saying is that, like, mm. it, it, it just felt silly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, if they're chosen, let them be chosen, but don't let them have this mark that can be transferred to other people. Just have it be like, you know... They, they would, they again. Sonya and Jax got involved because they were, they were, um, um, not recent. Yeah, well, yeah, inv- special ops. Yeah, they were investigating war combat, so you can have them mm. be the reasons why they're involved. Um, 
you know, Kano could just be there looking for money. That's why he gets involved. Obviously, yeah. Liu Kang and Kang Lao, which I was very happy to see Kang Lao in, in this one because, um, you know, before I was love, I've, I fell in love with Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Kang Lao and Liu Kang were probably my favourite characters and the characters I used in Mortal Kombat 2. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Mortal Kombat 2. Those are the characters I used, so it was just nice seeing them. I didn't like that, like, Liu Kang is now the side piece. Like, Liu Kang is the main character the of main Mortal Kombat. Exactly. And Which is why I didn't appreciate... Um, uh, Cole Young taking taking the taking the mantle. Yeah, and um, like, why do they have Liu Kang as like this teacher type? Like, that's what Lord Raiden's there for. Raiden's meant to teach them how to fight. Raiden's meant to teach them how to use their powers. Not Liu Liu Kang. Ah, oh. okay, this is this is this is why Liu Kang felt like like a side piece to me purely because he also he gets training from Raiden, right? Mm-hmm. And now he feels like a disciple who hasn't fully graduated yet, but is now teaching other people stuff. So. He doesn't feel this like this all powerful warrior. He literally feels like, uh, you know, when you get, you know, when you get, um, how do I say, you know, when you get a young coach who hasn't played American football for, yeah, long. but he was the, he was the start coaching. He was start coaching you. Mm. It felt like that. Okay, cool. Teach me how to use these powers because I've never used them before. But in terms of fighting, yeah, I mean, I, I can fight and whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it, it just, that, that actually aggravated me. It, it triggered me slightly. Mm. It was a shame, man. And, and do, yeah, do, it really was. Do you know what I I didn't like here? You see how... So in the trailer, they made it out to be that Jax was on that mission in, in Brazil. And that's mm. when he fought Sub-Zero and he lost his arms. I think that would have been played out a little bit better than having it that he he got out to fight Sub-Zero to let Cole run away. Like, what? Mm. Shut mm. up. Get out of here, man. And then also... Who do you think was killed by um, Jax and Kano for them to get their marks? Do you think they they were other characters from Mortal Kombat or there's any randoms? Because you would hope uh, that there were actual people that kind of mattered or in the game's list of characters. I don't know. Maybe they were born. Maybe were they born of them? <laughs> do you know what uh, I mean? Why, 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 why the hell is Cole Young born of his and then it can't be plausible for the others to be born with their marks and uh, then have their well, marks? Cole's because he was a defender of Scorpion, isn't it? That's the only reason why. Yeah, but, 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 but like I'm saying, it creates unnecessary exposition. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to explain all that. Mm. Um, yeah, honestly, uh, again, this is from this is right. Up, this is after me watching Mortal Kombat, um, Scorpion's Revenge, right? Because Scorpion's Revenge, I give a three piece, right? And Scorpion's yeah. Revenge was done well. Yeah. Literally, Raiden found champions and took them to as an experience situation and took them to the island that was it johnny cage being an idiot he is thought it was um a movie set or whatever yeah obviously sonya blaze on the job um they each all that they all had their backstories explained so i would prefer that it was if it was the sim, sim situation here where yes we see scorpions fight with um with sub-zero because we've seen that before but that could explain so, uh scorpions revenge or scorpions vendetta against sub-zero that's it Cool. He's he's gonna appear later on, mm-hmm. make a deal with with um with whoever. Yeah, I think it's and it's Quang, really cool, but Quang Chi, I believe, is the guy that makes a deal with. Which in this, you don't get to, you don't get to see that. Like you don't get to see that potentially um Sub Zero's um clan were tricked by Quan uh, Chi to kill mm. um Scorpion's clan, um and uh, it it was just annoying. Um, yeah, because because do it again. If it, even if it follows the the um cartoon i watched mm. it would have been a, m- a much better story just yeah. have uh, even if i say like okay we're gonna have um 
different stories converging into one main thing. So yeah. Johnny Cage doing his acting thing, um, he gets recruited or told, take a card, come to this thing. It's great for your, it's great for your, um, your acting career, blah, blah. Okay, he comes along. Yeah. Sonia and Jax, oh, you guys are, um, uh, you guys are, you know, are being left breadcrumbs to follow. You end up on, uh, you end up meeting at the tour, but cool, do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole Young, yeah, I even forget Johnny Cage. Cole Young, okay, you want to be fighting, blah, blah, blah. Recognize your skills as underground fighting. Um, um, earn X amount of money. Oh, no, 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 earn X amount of money, but here's a chance to really prove yourself, and blah, blah. We see what you can do. Yeah. Come along. Do you know what I mean? If it was all that, and then they all converged and said, oh, actually, you're being recruited for Mortal Kombat, where your jobs are to fight against um, against this Roman, blah, blah. We ain't, we ain't got time to dilly-dally. We can start your training now. It is what it is. And then, you know what I mean? You can learn like that. Or they're already accomplished fighters in their own right. So mm. you're just teaching them about the powers or whatever. Or you can even say that, just, uh, you can even say that they've always had these abilities. They don't know how to explain them and blah, blah, blah. But they've had these abilities. They can say, you've been trained from, you've been chosen since birth to carry out this, that, and the other. Yeah. That's it, done. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, may, and maybe, maybe even have Raiden appear in certain moments in their life, like indirectly to protect them or yeah or influence like a certain way that would be a much better concept than introducing this whole other thing and having like freaking cole young out of nowhere cole um, young do you know, um, do you know what i also f- don't like is the fact that there was no tournament <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my no days how do you have more combat and no tournament and you know what even i know it'd be even more yeah is mm. like they made it out like the tournament was happening really soon so I thought, yeah. okay, boom, like we're gonna have the tournament right at the end. But no, we didn't get a tournament, and and oh, it just pissed me off because like they had a month to train. So I mm-hmm. thought that training montage yeah, was that does was taking up the whole month. Yeah, but no. Um, what, what was it? Do you know? Do you know what? Another thing that made this movie like better and didn't get it, me make me mm-hmm. make me give it a lower mark here was Kano. Kano was funny. I enjoyed his jokes. Yeah. Like. Kano was by far the best character yeah. for me. There was there was one joke that I didn't even I didn't even catch on the first time round, and it was um <laughs> when um I think when Raiden says that ah oh, you don't have no you don't have no um no mark he goes wah, yeah. wah, wah, wah. or he said he, he he makes one of those noises and I, <laughs> I thought I was really jokes. Um, it was interesting the choice of villains that they used. Um, <laughs> they used oh, let me pull it up. Melina is one of them. Yeah, Melina was one. Um, obviously, they use Reptile. Um, mm-hmm. Oh damn it! Well, I have other notes as well for it for this. Um, yeah. So you had um, so Melina. You had yeah. Kung Lao. Obviously, no, he's a good guy. So that's him. Um, blah, 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 blah. Cabal, you had Cabal, you had Goro, you had Raikou, and you had Natara N- 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 as well. Yeah. And then yeah. also you had Shang Tsung. Um, but do you know what? Yeah, like it was good. Like I watched it twice and I, I, I like it wasn't awful, but like after so many years have passed of the first Mortal Kombat, I thought they would just do a much better job of it. Um, and like what I didn't like was like Kano gets hit by fire he firms it he gets hit by lightning he firms it like Kano's like the strongest person in this damn show in this damn movie yeah, yeah. um 
And again, I, like I said, the fan service, some of it was spot on, like when Liu Kang is fighting Kano and he just continues to do low sweeps and he's just like, is that the only <laughs> you know? And it's like, everyone's playing against that one player. Like, all they do was low sweeps and yeah, they're just yeah, jokes. Yeah. But the one, the one on the notion I did like was when she was like, use the uppercut. You, they mentioned use the uppercut like five times. And what you did, I was like, Ugh. you know. I know, it's so dumb. And then um, why did Sonya, Sonya like master her power in 10 seconds? Yeah, was, yeah, again. Like, literally. I don't know. I don't know. See what I mean? This is this what this what makes it a half chicken. I mean, I mean, just the fact that it just felt very just uh, it just felt very disjointed. It wasn't even a complete move because where the hell was our tournament, right? Yeah. But um, more more of the case if we go if we focus on um, separate characters, right? Um, I should say a few positive things I did like like, like I said with the fan service. I like the finishers. The finishers were sick. Oh, yeah. So, hey, no punching out. Bro. Hold, on, hold on. So, in terms of the finishers, yeah. So, mm. the fatalities that we had, we had Kano's heart rip. Oh, Lu- sick. Liu Kang's dragon. We had Jax's head clap. Kung yeah. Lao's um, hat splitter. Which was freaking sick. Oh, that was dope, man. You see, I thought oh, the oh, guts that in that. Sure, oh, sure. That was amazing. And um, then he goes, victory. I was like, ah! <laughs> this is dope. Hello, you still there? Uh, I thought you caught. Yeah, uh, we had uh, Shang Tsung, Shang Tsung Soul Stealer. We mm-hmm. nearly had Melina's Devour thing, which eats you, and then we had Scorpion's yeah. Toasty. So that was cool. And uh, in terms of like more combat special moves, we had Liu Kang's Bicycle Kick. We had Liu Kang's Dragon Fire. We had Kang Lao's mm-hmm. Hat Throw. We had Sonya Blaze Energy Rings. We had Jack's Overhead Hammer Fist. We had Scorpion's Spear. We had Kano's Eye Laser. We had Reptile's Acid Split. Spit. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We had Reptile's Invisibility. We had Melina's Teleport Drop. We had Riker's Spike Club. We had Gora's Ground Stomp. And we had Cabal's Raging Flash. So yeah. those are some of the cool moves that we got in this movie. Um, and do you know what, yeah? This movie had a budget of 55 million. Yeah, and the Oh, they could have done so much more. And no, but just, I yeah. think for a movie that only was only 55 million, the budget, the, the budget, the CGI was amazing. Yeah, it was. I mean... To be fair, I think this day and age, I would expect there to be good, good CGI. True. So, uh, like, what they did for Goro was really good. Goro looked like Goro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He looked like he looked like, especially with the sound effects that surrounded him. He looked heavy. He looked like he was just like like a hulking like mass of just. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He looked like he looked good. His his movement was good. Um, when he hit things, it looked like it connected. Um. Why, why I mentioned that he looked heavy, for example, when he was on top of the car and stuff that the car was crumbling in. So all of that was done very, very well. Mm. Um, and also, it's something I, I, I even say is as good as the MCU in that aspect. Raiden's lightning was was good. Um, even Liu Kang's um, uh, dragon, dragon fire finisher looked good. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I agree with you that the CGI was done well. Even Kano's eyelids that bounced around everywhere was good. Yeah. Um, it was dope, man. Like again, there was a lot of elements. Like I'm harsher to video game movies, isn't it? Because a lot of them mm-hmm. are are like, you know, things that I enjoyed in my life, isn't it? Like I, mm-hmm. I I don't regularly play Mortal Kombat games now, but growing up, I was all over in it. So I don't know if they've changed some of the law since I played the games. Nah, um, same. Okay, well, yeah. Considering what I expect from the law and to get this. It, it, 
Do you know? I hope we get um. Is it is it Kai? I want to say Kyle out. I, I could be completely wrong. The the other sub zero. What's um, his brother's name? Oh him! I can't. I can't remember the the name. But yeah, I remember he also has a vendetta against Scorpion because so yeah, it's Scorp- Scorpion kills his brother in it. Yeah, which you got, which you got in this movie. <laughs> which you got in this movie. So hopefully we yeah. see that sub zero. I mean, I mean again. Uh, even like specific things I like to see, like Luke Kang, right? Well, you know mm. when Luke Kang like hits people, like, he does like you know the the, the sound effects with the old um, oh. martial arts movies, <laughs> yeah, all that kind of thing. Mm. He had the opportunity to do that, and he just went like like he just did like a normal grunt, yeah, like, yeah. like you know, like lifting lifting the heavy weight or stuff like that. He basically did that. Mm. And I was thinking, no, this is not Luke Kang. This is budget Luke Kang. Luke Kang's supposed to be like. Do you know what I mean? He's supposed to represent old school, like martial arts movies. Yeah. Um, and again, when that when you watch something like Mortal Kombat, um, Scorpion's Revenge, that's done so much better. I mean, you get to see everyone's um fighting styles. Um, I mean, you get to see people's personalities better. Um. To be to be to be fair, you did see the personalities in um in this Mortal Kombat movie pretty well. Mm. Um but again, there's just unnecessary story that needs that need, need to be, uh happen, unnecessary characters, um, because even um um what's what's his name? Young's Chase Young's um family. I mean, I'm like, yes, they were used as a point to sort of drive his powers and whatnot, but at the same time they were unnecessary. He was a necessary character. Yeah. Um, this movie could be so much more if they just, you know, the things that like they also had movies, they also had previous movies to draw on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they've, come out, shape the movie, they, they've come out and said that this is going to be a trilogy and it'll be interesting to see whether they've made enough money um, to get mm-hmm. the other, well, to get the next one greenlit because again, as much as like, you know, obviously not as many people have like gotten mad of, of them not having Katana in this movie, but I want to see Katana. I want to see some of the other characters of the Mortal Kombat universe. And the Mortal Kombat universe, yeah, there's yeah. like, I swear there's probably like a hundred characters now. Like, it's yeah, yeah, ridiculous. But yeah, um, if they do have a sequel, I'm hoping the sequel is a lot better that, you know, they actually tailor it more to how the characters are in the games. Obviously, they have some great finishes and whatnot, but we need more than that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a shame. I, I would have loved to have like t- um uh give, given us a whole chicken, but it just wasn't to be. Hello. Oh well. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd love to, I'd have loved to give us a whole chicken, but it just wasn't to be. Nah, uh, it's, it's a shame, but. Is what it is, um, but yeah, that brings us pretty much to the end. Next week, we're going to be talking about Zero on Netflix, uh, Shadow and Bone hey, yeah. on Netflix. Um, what's the other little bit? Oh, Yasuke on Netflix, uh, and then hopefully Dynasty Warriors and Without Remorse, the Tom Clancy show. Um, so yeah, that'll be what we're doing next week. And I wonder if my tablet has any juice left. Oh, it's got four percent just in time for us to end the show. So, without further ado, mind say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll drop another one for you guys next week. Bye-bye now.